Hello, everybody. Uh, this is part two of the New Year's extravaganza. If you haven't listened to part one yet, go ahead and do that and enjoy the rest of the episode. And now we are on to the month of June. And joining me for this, we got the dynamic duo of Nick Green and Cole. Yeah, the best dynamic duo. Hell yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Tony? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, exhausted from all these recordings that I've been doing, but great. Hey, you're putting uh, in the Lord's work, man. I, I am. This you're is, basically uh, Jesus. Yeah. I am basically Jesus. I am Jesus to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Even better. Even better. How are you guys doing? Uh, good. Good. Really good. Yeah. Cole, I hear, I hear you got the PS5. I did. I did. What Lucky a time bastard. it has been. <laughs> yep. You know, you got to be right on, on point when they uh, drop the pre-orders. And I was lucky enough to get in there and get one. So I can't complain. Nice. And uh, what what have you played so far on the PS5? Any new things or just uh, some of the old ones just looking better? Uh, yeah, I've played a handful of PS4 games that I didn't get to play. So uh, Days Gone, which looks really, really good on PS5. Apparently it had major issues on PS4. Uh, playing through Ghost of Tsushima right now. It looks awesome. Um, and then for just PS5 games, just uh, Miles Morales and then Spider-Man Remastered. Uh, nice. remastered had some really bad issues that hard crashed my ps5 five or six times and really that was a little scary but i got through it so wow i started miles oh, yeah, morales on the ps4 so uh yeah, I did. yeah you, not... have you beaten it yet no i am i think i'm probably about 40 percent done i've been uh, i just got to the point where you can finally like start doing a couple of like side quests and stuff Mm-hmm. So um yeah crossing off all of those. I literally just got the game for Christmas thanks to uh <laughs> my uncle who got me some PlayStation cards. So paid nice. 14 paid 14 of my dollars to get the game. Oh so, yeah, worth it. Worth it for worth sure. Worth it. Very much worth. I'm enjoying that and uh it's a nice break from uh, my Persona 5 playthrough as well. Oh, so Yeah. Well, that's at least 100 hours right there. Yep, and it's royal, and I'm follow. I'm going to platinum the game. I am dedicated to platinuming Persona Five Royal. Well, you have fun with that. That is a lot of hours. Thank you. You haven't cool. played, and you haven't played Persona Five yet. This was this is my first time playing a Persona game nice. in general. Oh, really? Uh, I'm loving it so far. I'm on the third palace. Uh, so I ju- I literally just got Makoto. Okay, yeah. Uh, See, I didn't play Royale, but I played like the base Persona yeah. Five. So I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I just started that, and legit, I also went, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go watch Persona 4, because... <laughs> also a great uh, game. And uh, I watched uh, Persona 4, the anime, and uh, eventually, um, when I get a better PC and, you know, my Mac, or my MacBook fixes its Steam issue, which I don't know when that'll be, don't I'm going to play... Don't hold your breath on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to get uh, Golden on Steam. Yeah. I would definitely do that. I played it on Vita, and oh, I think I like Persona Four better than Five. So, I like the anime a lot. So, uh, I'm I'm excited to actually play Persona Four when I get that chance. Absolutely. Uh, and speaking of Persona Four, the games that came out in June, uh, Persona Four Golden coming to Steam was a part of that. Yeah, great game. Sweet. Played it on Vita. I haven't played it anywhere else, but yeah, it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other games that came out in June, we got Valorant that uh, came out, the next big CSGO Overwatch power combo game. Yeah, that really made an impact, didn't it? 
It did. A lot of people playing it. That's uh, we also had uh, Awesome P2. <laughs> no <laughs> idea what the hell that is. It's an indie game of sorts, but that's really all I know. I, I, I can take a wild guess as to what type of game it is. It's let's, on the PlayStation 4, so I know, that's all I know. I mean, I'm pretty sure from what I've seen in the Nintendo eShop, uh, you play as a P, yeah. and it, I think it's some type of platformer. Hmm, that sounds right. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's got awesome in the title. So I, I guarantee <laughs> there's some quality there. Yeah. Some awesomeness, some might say. Some awesomeness. Uh, we also had Tour de France 2020, Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics, which came out for the Switch, the a big game that people were excited for, uh, which also brought bowling to the Switch. Hell yeah. Uh, Everybody uh, needs sadly, bowling. only two players uh, at the sa- at once, though. Sadly, um, for bowling at least, there's like four player games, but like you know, bowling's a big one. Be a uh, cute uh, date night type thing. Exactly. Uh, we also had that Command and Conquer Remastered Collection, Goosebumps, Night of the Dead, Jump Rope Challenge on the Switch because Nintendo wanted to make you fit while in quarantine. It, that that yeah. was their uh, answer for the Ring Fit getting sold out like every month. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good thing I got it last year for Christmas. Yeah, oh my god. Uh, we also had uh, Desperados 3. Uh, and then in the Pokemon side, we had three Pokemon games. Pokemon Smile for the kids on their mobile phones. Pokemon Cafe Mix on the mobile and the Switch. And the first expansion for Sword and Shield, the Isle of Armor, introducing us to Cubfu, Urshifu, and reintroducing a bunch of Pokemon to get into your national decks. It's a lot of Pokemon. A lot of Pokemon. Uh, then we got uh, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, a game I was looking forward to and was slightly disappointed with. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I no, mean, I remember talking about that when I was on it June. So, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it was a great, it was a good game, but uh, I definitely would rather play the original over the remake. Um, sadly, uh, we also got Ninjala, the Splatoon clone, Control, the Foundation DLC, Hunting Simulator Two, and arguably. Uh, the biggest game of the year, or the game of the year, according to the Game Awards, The Last of Us Part Two. Heard of it. Heard of it. Yep. Might have played it once or twice. Yep. Yeah, that was a uh, experience. It's, I could, I know we only, well, this is a short little thing, but I could go on for an hour about this game. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. I think we did, you did, we almost, did. we almost went on for like an hour when you, we, we did talk about it. Very close. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I understand that people don't like the story, but even if you don't like the story, everything else in the game is so good that mm-hmm. I, I can't believe people are giving it like one out of 10, two out of 10, like just play the game and if you don't like the story like i get it but man naughty dog nails it every single time with environments and characters and just everything it's a fantastic game Mm -hmm. very much so uh what's the their hardest difficulty is what survival difficulty or is it grounded grounded yeah have you done a grounded playthrough of it, Cole? No, I, I'm waiting for them to patch in 60 FPS for PS5, and then I'm going to go back and play it again and probably just do uh, survival mode or whatever survival. 
grounded I, I don't know with with the rat king i don't know if i could do it like that i, I have trouble just on normal with that so yeah and with grounded like there's no resources around anywhere so yeah mm-hmm. same with permadeath no way i'll ever do that yep uh with that that's all the games that came out well not all the games but most of the games that came out in june um and june was i guess uh the peak of where I think people were starting to lose their minds in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, it kind of opened up a little bit, but yeah, by by June, I mean I had Last of Us, so it was all right. But I totally get like it was, it was nice weather out, and people wanted to get out and be with their friends and family, and it was just, it's kind of like right now, it's just not doable, unfortunately. It's just not doable. Which is, uh, yeah, is a thing. But you know what? That 2021 is around the corner, thankfully. And uh, that uh, it means uh, vaccines soon. Yeah, hopefully. It can't get much worse than right now. So, it, Yeah, it really can't. And uh, it really it really can't get much worse. Unless, uh, you know, uh, dinosaurs come back and eat us all. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you ask Aiden, and that's an improvement on... <laughs> Every year. <laughs> I was gonna say, but we have of course Aiden on our side, so he'll he'll tame the dinosaurs and we'll become the rulers of yep. them. Oh, uh, because we because we're lucky enough to know Aiden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but with that I think it's time for what everybody else is here for. The top your top five games of 2020. Everybody's been doing it so far, so who wants to start between you two? Um Cole, you want to go first? Sure. I think we'll have probably fairly similar lists probably yeah do you just want to go back and forth uh yeah sure we'll start at five five uh this is a game nick and i play constantly and it's one of those games (laughs) that so you already know what i'm talking about it's honestly so much fun until i want to smash my face (laughs) through the computer because we get the same rounds over and over and that's fall guys fall guys ultimate knockout yeah what a game it is there's no thrill like winning a final in that game. Oh yeah. And there's also nothing like playing the same matches over and over again and just wanting to scream. So yeah. <laughs> I do understand the, uh, the um, battle Royale uh, hype now. Uh, that said, I still uh, am like shying away from stuff like Fortnite and PUBG and all that stuff. Just cause Fortnite's not good. Fortnite's just not good. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, I, I find that I'm actually got some semblance of skill in Fall Guys. Yeah. I, albeit there's like a ton of chaos. Uh, and it's you a lot of luck too. And luck. Yeah. It's definitely a large part of its luck. Um, but yeah, I've just had a blast. I uh, have my routines down with all the maps. I got a little bit of uh, season three time in before I came home for the holidays. Uh, and yeah, I continue to keep playing it uh, just as a nice little easy fun time uh and play with cole too so sometimes it's easy and fun and yeah <laughs> sometimes all that uh mario party minigame experience getting put to use finally yeah definitely and so that was actually my honorable mention was fall guys uh my number five is uh, animal crossing new horizons uh and i it's it had to make my top five because now I think I've put in just over 500 hours into that game. 
Dang. Um, so, uh, I mean, a large part of that was because I had to like completely redo my island at least like three times. So, um, but I've been like totally enjoying that game. If that the hours counter wasn't enough evidence of that, uh, it's been getting me through 2020, just like most people. Uh, since like we don't have some like regular schedule in life nowadays, I've been able to kind of rely on that as like my daily chores and all that check in with my villagers and all do all those things. Uh, so yeah, animal crossing is my number five. All right. And what are number four for the games list? Chloe, uh, so, you can take her. Sure. Uh, I, I went with Astro's playroom. It's, it's honestly so much fun as a free PS five game. I thought I'd play it for like 20 minutes and never play it again, but it really shows off the dual sense controller and it's, it really is a great game that people should play when they pick up PS five. And yeah, it's, it's super nostalgic. It reminded me of like an old school Mario game. So yeah, it's definitely one of those great games of the year for me. Sweet. What do you, what was the like playtime on it? I want to say like five to six hours. Okay. And that, that was platinuming it, but I didn't do any like the speed running stuff or anything, but I, I oh, okay. got all the collectibles and platinumed it. But yeah, it's it's really short, but it's a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. Mostly just because it'll take full advantage of the DualSense just to get kind of a nice intro as to how yeah. it feels and all that. I, I I can't wait to see what some other games use the DualSense. If it's anything yeah. like, like Astro's Playroom, like it's going to be really, really awesome. And I imagine it'll just be mostly like first party uh, studios that really use it. But even then, yeah. it'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it uh, sticks like sticks around. For <laughs> yeah, it's not like just life cycle. Yeah, it's not just like two years and then after that, it's dead. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of like the um, the touchpad on the DualShock 4. Yeah. It like got barely, barely got used at all. Yeah, so uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, my f- number four is actually uh, Last of Us Part 2. Nick, I'm um, disappointed. It's so low. Come on, I, man. It's <laughs> I just, <laughs> I it's just all of these games. These top five are so close to each other, and they're just in different orders because, like, I love them for different reasons. Yeah, pretty much. I I absolutely love everything about the craftsmanship of Last of Us Part Two. And I think the only thing, mainly the reason it's at number four, is probably just because it's such a depressing game and it's not something I imagine I will (laughs) like play often or revisit that often, but that's not to say that it's a bad game. It is a beautiful game in like every aspect, the music, the acting, the Mm -hmm. landscapes, all of it. It's, it really is. It's just in number four, but mostly because I don't think I want to experience such a depressing (laughs) story all the time. Yeah. It's definitely not one you can like replay over and over again. Like the first uh, last of us, I've played like three times in a row and this one, I played it once and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go and platinum it obviously. But after I was done it, I was like, I don't know if I can watch Joel die again. I don't know if I can watch (laughs) any of this again, but I know I'm going to play it again just because I love it so much. But yeah, I I totally get it. Yeah, and, and I'll definitely like uh, make a point of revisiting it eventually. Uh, it's like, and I I had that high too of like when I finished it, I'm like, okay, I I think I want to try and platinum this game because I had finally gotten the rhythm of the uh, gameplay mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, thought I could like do it. But then like as time went on and I got distracted with like other <laughs> games and stuff, it just decreased of like my ambition to go back to that game. Yeah. But I'll definitely go back to it for sure. And I All right. It. Number three then. Uh, so for me, this is one that I haven't even beaten yet, but I've played it for solid two weeks now and I'm loving it. And that's Ghost of Tsushima. And yeah. man, is this game beautiful. Like Dude. it's just beautiful everywhere oh you go. God. The colors pop. It's insane. Like, I, I don't know even what else to say. Like the game it takes the breath awesome. away. Yeah. But yeah. it's between that last of us two and red dead as like the prettiest games i've played and it's not even close like all three of those games are fantastic and yeah ghost is awesome i'm loving the combat and yeah it's i'm loving the story love gin love pretty much everything like i'm mm-hmm. not even done yet and i imagine it could be two by the end of the year or by the time i've done this game so <laughs> nice uh my number three is doom eternal nice and i had an absolute blast with this game it's uh it like is the definition of uh power fantasy pretty much (laughs) like it just amps up everything the 2016 uh reboot had and it just like brings it up like if doom 2016 was at an 11 uh eternal is at a 21 (laughs) it's it's just crazy um yeah, like yeah. all of the the weapons are all the same, but they're they still feel great. They like that. There's a lot more um, systems to manage. Uh, with there's like different. Uh, there's like a grenade launcher, a like flamethrower thing. Uh, there's different grenades and stuff. So there's more for you to uh, like keep in mind in your like arsenal when uh, going through all the arenas and stuff. Yeah, um, which like just makes it that much better so yeah, yeah i, I love the first two absolute blast yeah so I, I that's definitely on my list i still haven't played it but yeah it's definitely one of those games that is just action-packed fun and you just like that's all it is like you just play through and have a blast yeah and the soundtrack is a absolute masterpiece yeah it, which i didn't so... say that about ghost but the the soundtrack on ghost is amazing like mm-hmm. it's yeah. so good yeah, I I'm so disappointed that Doom Eternal didn't win a soundtrack for the Game Awards because ugh, it's just the amount of love and dedication put into that was just so great. Yeah, and what Last of Us won that one, did it not? What Last of Us swept? Yeah, see, and I love the Last of Us soundtrack, but the Last of Us Part Two, I didn't find it nearly as engaging or like it never got stuck in my head. Like I couldn't even hum you a single note from the second game or the first game, like all of the music in that one is ingrained into my head. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought, I thought, I think ghost or I guess doom eternal should have won. So, well, I think actually final fantasy part seven remake remake. Yep. One, uh, soundtrack. I oh, think if I remember correctly, um, I thought I can't was, remember. I thought it was the last of us. It might've been last of us. Like you said, they swept, so they swept, they yeah. They, well they won been. all but one award that they were nominated for. Right. Um, but yeah, Doom Eternal, just overall, just fantastic. All right. Number twos. Uh, for me, it's Spider-Man oh, Miles buddy. Morales. Wow. It's, yeah, it's, 
it's basically just like a continuation with the first game, but mm-hmm. just the way they wrote Miles, the way he you know interacts with the people in Harlem, the way he swings, it's different than Peter. It's it's fantastic, and then the gameplay along with his like added powers. I think it might be a little bit difficult to go back and play as Peter when you don't have some of Miles. Oh, really? that he has yeah but I, oh, man. I would imagine they're both going to be heavily featured in the next game like it's hinted pretty heavily that they're both going to be playable parts oh. of spider-man 2 so yeah and, and the ray tracing in miles is awesome like just seeing ref- the reflections on the ground when there's puddles and on the street and yeah when you're on you know skyscrapers with windows like it's fantastic i can't wait to see where the next couple of games go with ray tracing and miles did a fantastic job right out of the gate. So yeah, miles Morales is definitely one you have to play. Yeah. I'm, I'm very saddened uh, that I didn't get to uh, play it around Christmas time because it's like a Christmas themed game, right? Yeah. It's definitely one that you can pick up and play every Christmas. Like it's not very long unless you want to do everything, but I think once you do it once, I think you get it. So yeah, it's definitely a game you can play every Christmas. Awesome. Uh, my number two is uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, the yep. sequel to uh, the uh, Xbox exclusive indie game. Xbox originally now, originally but, uh, Xbox exclusive, now right. on Switch as well. Yeah, and, and PC. 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 Yep. Yeah. Uh, but oh my God. Uh, like, when in talking sequels to games, it is like the perfect sequel. Uh, it like builds off of everything that was so strong about the first game, not even just gameplay, like it has better story. It has a phenomenal soundtrack. That was my pick for best soundtrack of the year. Um, and like, yeah, it just, it does everything so well that a like Metroidvania like should do. Yeah. Uh, it like, it just feels so good to play it looks absolutely stunning the art style is probably one of my favorite art styles um and there's like no dialogue either which is crazy too um and it manages to tell a really like heartfelt story like i almost teared up a couple times actually it was that good um but yeah will of the wisp and i'm really sad because like when it launched it had so many issues and problems and even when I played it, like in uh, probably in the summertime, I don't remember which month specifically, but uh, when I played it, I even had some issues like it, like hard crashed my Xbox, uh, like at least once, maybe twice. Um, but other than that, I I strongly recommend uh, Will of the Wisp and the first one, uh, The Blind Forest to anybody who loves those types of games, because it's just like a masterwork. Yeah, I'll have to pick that up for Mac because I don't have an Xbox, but I want to play them. Like I've never heard anything bad about either of those games. So yeah, they're oh, they're so good. All right, and what are the number ones on the list? All right, everybody, say it with me for my pick: <laughs> one, two, three. Two. Whoever said that incorrectly, and I know it was Nick, you're dead to me. You you don't want <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 as your game of the year? Come Haven't on. played it. I don't want to hard crash my PS5 any more than it already has been. So no, 
that one will be a game we'll get like next Christmas when everything's figured out. <laughs> and yeah, big shocker as, that Last of Us is your game of the year. Yeah, uh, I can't. I don't know. Do you even want me to say anything else? Like, I love this game. Laura Bailey is awesome. Ashley Johnson is awesome. Joel Baker is awesome. Joel, Joel, uh, Troy dying, Baker. No, Joel, I was just gonna say Joel dying sucked. It destroyed me for a couple of hours, but man, after that, like, it's just so good. I can't. Nothing else to say, but yeah, that's easily my game of the year. All right, and Nick. So this one is uh, Ghost of Tsushima, and I think it's just the main thing. There's a couple things actually. Uh, the first being that it's just like the culmination of all of these open world RPG elements that have been built uh, this past generation, all culminating into one, albeit there are a couple like missing things, like there's no lock on camera for enemies and stuff like that, but they're all pretty small things that don't affect the game too badly. Uh, just the culmination of all these masterful uh, mechanics coming together to create such a smooth, fluid, wonderful game. And then the other side of it is a open world RPG uh, that for me at least uh, was able to tell like a, like the top of the top tier caliber story, uh, which I find at least in my experience has been pretty lacking for like these types of games. Uh, yeah. the past generation because you'll usually get like super dumb fetch quest side quest stuff always. and you'll all yeah like i mean i'm going back to skyrim mostly when i think about all this stuff and it's not a great example because skyrim's broken to high health but uh like you would just you i haven't come across the amount of uh like detail and dedication put into every little uh piece of this game like all of the side quests have their own fully fulfilled arc you attach to all of the characters you feel for all of them they have a personality uh the dialogue is fantastic in uh like in the um what's it called the japanese uh version as well because i played the whole game in japanese I can't really speak to the English performances. The but English I, performances really are really good. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, uh, it's you just, the emotional connection I formed to this game was like no other open world RPG I've ever had. And it uh, got my hopes up for the future of open world RPGs um, because like you're able to, they, they were able to pull, pull it off. Yeah. Again, haven't beaten it, but man, is it so good so far. It's yeah. a great game. It's so good. It's it's such it's such a great game and honestly it should have taken more awards at the game awards. But uh, yeah. you know. Absolutely. But you know, Internet and Last of Us exists, so <laughs> Yep. I mean, hey, you know what? Last of Us deserved it. They did like just as good of a job. So it's it's really a six of one type of situation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, with that, we'll be moving on to the next month very shortly. But thank you, boys, for coming on today to talk about uh, the year in review, uh, or this month specifically. Anytime. Uh, 
And uh, we will be moving on to July in just a second. Exciting. Get more Ghost of Tsushima stuff. Yes, sir. And moving on to the month of July, we are joined by my Dave Filoni fanboy, Mark. That's honestly a solid description. Judging by if you've listened to any of the podcasts, that's that's pretty much all I've talked about. Yeah. How you doing? I'm all right, actually. Uh, 2020 is uh, almost wrapped up. And I know that it's not magically going to get better, but, you know, um, I'm hopeful. I'm very hopeful. <laughs> that's good. I mean, hey, it's it's a good mindset. That's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we are here to talk about July's games, the month interview for July. And uh, July had uh, quite a couple. Um, starting off, they had Marvel's Iron Man VR. Um, the second Marvel game, t- Marvel experience that's in VR now, with the the first one being that Spider Man one. Oh, I always forget that like Spider Man is in the same like universe, like in games. I mean, not in the movies. The movies are fine, but like in my mind, Spider Man's always been his own kind of game. Just because yeah. like the PS2 or like the GameCube game that I used to play as a kid, I was like, yeah, oh, no, Spider Man is not Marvel. He's Spider Man. Marvel's he's Spider Man. Something else. That's, that's separate. I mean, and the fact that he he gets his own games more than the rest of everybody else also really sets that uh, idea in uh, stone. Really, he's a very dynamic character. So you he know is. what? He deserves it. Spooderman. He is going to be um, in that uh, the Marvel Avengers game soon. He's still not in it yet, but for the PS4 version, he'll be in that. So, so they're holding back on the one thing that could, in theory, make the game slightly better. Slightly, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's that's really smart. Real smart. Uh, we we also had Super Liminal, the console version, make its way out. A fantastic puzzle game that if you watch my Twitch streams, you know I suffered with because of a specific trophy that involves speed running. Oh, God. That's but we cool. got it because they nerfed the trophy from 30 minutes to 35 minutes, and we got it. Oh, hell yeah. That's a spirit. So, yeah. Uh, we also had Deadly Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise, make its way to the Switch. F1 2020, NASCAR Heat 5, Sword Art Online Alakization Lycoris, uh, Death Stranding made its way to PC, so now PC players can uh, enjoy the walking simulator that Hideo Kojima put out. <laughs> I, I, like, I love his creative process. He just yeah. does not care. Like, as long as he makes something that he likes, that's all that matters. And Exactly. You gotta respect that. You know what? Yeah, it's fair respect. And uh, I don't know. Do you watch, um, do you know who Brian David Gilbert is? It sounds familiar. He's that guy from Polygon who does those Unravel videos that are just wacky and weird. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, He did one where it's like, what's your uh, Hideo Kojima game name? And it's like like how all the characters have like wacky names. (laughs) Like a Wu-Tang name generator. (laughs) Yeah, it's basically that. He did one of those and it was fantastic. (laughs) Uh, we also had uh, Super Hot Mind Control Delete, a extension of Super Hot, um, adding new things and expanding upon the gameplay that is really good already. Um, then we had our two big ones of the month, um, Ghost of Tsushima and Paper Mario and the Origami King. And I heard Ghost amazing of... things about Ghost of Tsushima. <sighs> like... It is... I say this, it is what Assassin's Creed should have been. Like, if they can, after four, if, oh, it's just like, oh, so good. 
it looks just gorgeous. Like Assassin's Creed used to be amazing because of the historical accuracy, but eventually they were like, hmm, no. And I think that they like they undervalue that historical accuracy because it it really helps with your immersion. And I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima yet. I want to. I haven't had time. But like it oh, it just looks gorgeous. I can't when wait you, to try it eventually. When you get when you get around to it, it is fan fantastic i i I platinum the game uh it's it's just i i'm in love with it (laughs) i'm genuinely in love with that game uh we also had rogue company that was a new free-to-play game that's a i think a five i think it was free to play i don't remember it's a 5v5 type game shooter oh interesting I only know about it because Mr. Beast played it and was like, if we don't win this game, we're going to take a shot of like something super hot, stupidly hot or something like that. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You know, if, if a game's going to stick in your mind, you know, it, anyway is good. You know, no publicity is bad publicity. Yeah. Uh, we also got Rock of Ages 3 Make and Break. Crisis Remastered on the Switch because this is where the game came first. It was on the Switch. And, um, you know, for a game like Crisis Remastered, which uh, is very intense for, like, just running it, the Switch? It was first. That's uh, that's hard to believe, but you know what? Good job, Switch. And Good Nintendo. Job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also got Cuphead on the PS4. Destroy All Humans Remastered. Made of Skur. Hellpoint, Yakuza Kiwami 2 making its way to Games Pass, and the Fairy Tale game. Hell yeah. That's based and on the anime, right? Yes. It okay. covers. I believe it covers like the end of Tenro Island, or it does all of Tenro Island, and then it does the Grand Magic games in Tartaros. Oh, party. Yeah. And then like a bunch of other uh, miscellaneous side quest stuff that you do, because it's an RPG and they got to extend it from just beyond those arcs. They gotta figure out some way to drag it out. Exactly. I haven't touched it yet. I I might in the new year, but I'm still not sure about it. Well, tell me how it goes. I will. Um, and that was those were the games that came out in July. Um, as for the real world, we um, it was uh the end of summer. Summer was coming to a close, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, how was your July, Mark? You know. I've had worse Julys. July was actually pretty solid. Like I'd kind of, kind of come to terms with the whole pandemic thing and learning to live with it. I'd lost a lot of opportunities because of the pandemic for announcing and such. And uh, I think I eventually, at that point, had caved and renewed my PlayStation Plus because I was like holding off on it because I was like I don't have enough money. And then the Serb hit, and I was like oh shit, I got enough money now. I just don't want to do it. I was like powering through The Witcher. I completely did the entirety of the games, the expansions, and I was like, fuck. So I hopped <laughs> back on PSN. Legit, couple... like like Geralt, fuck. Yeah, exactly. Um, I That was me. That was literally me. Because <laughs> like every day I'd hop on a party with some friends, like some internet friends of mine on PSN. They're like, Mark, you gotta get on this. Like we're... Like, for some reason, they were really into GTA, and I'd already had GTA, and I was like, I guess. But then I found out my character got deleted because it was too old, because I had it on, like, the PS3. So, like, I went from beginning the game 
to I think level like 120 or something in the course of like a month or two because we all went hard. It was dang a lot of fun. But yeah, that's pretty much. God, is that all I did over summer? Pretty much, yeah. That's about all. Wow. Yeah. Well, hey, that means I you got the minigun at least in GTA Online. I did. I uh, I had a lot of stuff. I got the which office i got one of the nicer office buildings i got like a bunker i got the uh facility underground uh what else i got like all the cars i ever wanted it was fun it was it was a lot of fun i haven't touched gta online since maybe since i first got the game on the ps4 when like i up because i upgraded i played it on the 360 a lot yeah um and then i got on the ps4 and i maybe touched online a little bit when i did my character transfer and that was about it yeah, I played GTA when it first came out. I tried GTA Online, thought it was boring as all hell because there was nothing to do. Yeah, it was just races and shoot, shooting Slayer, basically. Yeah, it was boring. And then I came back a couple years later and I was like, hey, um, so you don't have enough lifetime left to do everything. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Um, With that, I think it's time we... uh. Find out what your top five games of 2020 are. Party. I honestly don't. These are in like no particular order. These are all just games that I like really, really like this year. Um, So I'd say one of them, just looking at it, Ghost of Tsushima. Just it looks so gorgeous and so cool and has gotten so much like respect from the gaming community as a whole. It just looks sick. Um, Next one. Tony Hawk Pro Skater Remaster. Heck that, yeah. <laughs> that one is in a place so close to my heart because I don't know why. As a kid, one of my mom's friends got us a PlayStation 1. And I, I don't know why. Like, I don't know why she liked us that much. Whatever. Maybe she, like, <laughs> killed some twin I didn't know about. And this was her penance for it. But whatever. <laughs> so, I like, I played the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater. with Like, me and my sister would play it all the time. And I loved it so much. And when I, like bought the game downloaded it and turned it on the first levels in like the warehouse and i i got like bitch slapped by nostalgia i was like "Mm, mm, that's the good shit that that felt real real good and still got the original soundtrack just plus so much more now oh yeah no i i actually a couple years back i was feeling nostalgic about the game and i have a spotify playlist that has well i found one that has like all the songs from the original and I just like rock out to it sometimes. I'm like, Hell yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that the reason why the soundtrack was so good is because Sony entertainment has like a music side. Yeah. And that's why they could get the licensing for all that sick music. And I was like, Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Shit. Yeah. Sony does. And Warner does as well. Yeah. So those are why those games sound sick. Oh yeah. God. Um, next one jedi fallen order that came out in 2020 right did it come out in 2020 i think it did actually maybe Let me, i'm gonna yeah because it was nominated for a couple things at game awards i'm pretty sure um mm. i'm double checking because nope, november 2019 whatever oh okay so it was at the end of last year i got it around march so i bought it from a guy on facebook marketplace because i still didn't want to pay for ps plus at that point um played the whole game like all the way through and i was like okay i see what the fuss was about like it could have had more in my mind but that's only because i burned through it in a couple sittings because i was like so into it it was super fun like 
you actually kind of felt like a Jedi because you just like rip stormtroopers in half in one hit. And I was like, oh, lightsabers do be working like that. It's the first, I'm, yeah, first time like EA gets it right off the bat. Yeah, like I love Battlefield, sorry, Battlefront, but it took a while to get there. It yeah. took a long while to get there. Yes. Yes, it did. And we discussed that on an earlier episode, I think in season one. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. a while ago. God so uh, if you want to hear uh, that whole rant, go back. I think it's episode four of season one. It, Star Wars is in the title, so you'll know which one it is. Yeah, this is one of the few times I haven't exclusively spoken about Star Wars. I do <laughs> do other stuff. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> another one of the top games of the year for me, Last of Us 2. I I actually really, really liked it. Like the gameplay, awesome. Visuals, awesome. The story I thought was awesome. Like I get why people were mad. A lot of people are just, they feel like everyone's getting forced to be PC and accepting of all these new things. And like, well, yeah, because those people have been on the fringes of society forever. And if they're going to take their shot, now's the time. But I just, I love the game. It, like having two amazing female protagonists like that chef's kiss love it like i remember before the game came out naughty dog was like yeah the first 15 minutes are gonna blow your damn mind everyone's like okay and then the first 15 minutes blew everyone's damn mind and everyone was pissed about it and you're like well how else are they gonna move the story along like there are other ways but nothing as powerful as that i thought i thought the game did an amazing job i understand where the hate comes from I'd say like, but I mean, but homophobia. It, but <laughs> I, I, another thing, though, like the hate makes sense as well because Joel's such an amazing character that killing him off is supposed to make you mad. Well, yeah, no, that that shit was like rough to watch. Like, and people were pissed. And I remember my friend, he he was like, "Yo, you should really get the game." I'm like, "I'm going to, I'm going to," and I eventually did. He was like, "Yeah, there's a lot of hate in the gaming community. Like, you like, give me your opinion why." And like, I'd say about half an hour in. You find out our main character is a uh, lesbian and our two, well, the two females who are in you know, love interests find themselves in a synagogue. And I'm like, okay, so we got LGBTQ representation. One of the characters is Jewish. And uh, that's about all the gaming community needs to hate something. So it's kind of a perfect storm for them. They're like, oh, there aren't different people out there. How dare they show them? unacceptable there's no gays in the apocalypse well let me tell you what there almost certainly are there are no gays in the apocalypse well that is that is quite a line (laughs) i i just like the hate the reason people have hard time with it is because they don't see that like a regular homophobia and regular world hatreds can cross over into video games when in reality it's pretty prevalent. Like, I, I think that was a big reason why. But that's just me. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I was just hypnotized by Abby's insane biceps. <laughs> and if there's any fit chicks listening to this, hit me up, please. I mm, just DM me. So um, I'll take it um, real quick. I'll take it that uh, you are absolute. You are you were absolutely overjoyed when Laura Bailey took the best performance over uh, Ellie's uh, with uh, Abby over Ellie for Game Awards. Honestly, I was happy if both of them won, like or either of them won. I thought that they both did a great job, but I do think that Abby surprised me a lot more. Like 
they introduced her as a character that you are fucking despising. Like you want to tear down Seattle to find this bitch and give her the most horrendous death. And by the end of the game, you're like, fuck, I like this person. God damn it. (laughs) Some shit. Like she had a way higher, like a way steeper climb to make to get people to like her as a character. And to an extent, I guess that is slightly more deserving of an award, but also the girl who played Ellie did a stupendous job, like great jobs on either end, both amazing characters. All right. Uh, your next game. Um, the final game that I really, really like this year, and this is going to get me some flack. Cyberpunk 2077. I have been playing it nonstop and I love it, but the thing that I always joke about is that the crashes are kind of nice for me because it reminds me to like stand up and drink water and breathe because <laughs> like when I first got into the game, I was like, this isn't that fun. Like it's not, I'm just been doing like quests and ripping around. And I looked at my watch and I'd been sitting there for four hours and I was like, Oh, Oh shit. Like I, the game, like the story. Okay. So just separately, the story itself actually really sick. They did like a very interesting job of like setting up technology, world building. It's it's like one of those games when you look deeper into it, there's a ton of world building. Like there's stuff about, I know it's just stupid, but like there's like this little thing about legislature where they wiped out birds within the city because they were carrying a flu in like 2062 or some shit. And, and the overarching story itself is like, really really sick and well done like cd project red does a great job um the graphics i'm honestly running it on a pretty base level ps4 and i haven't had many issues like so you are running it on the ps4 dang yeah i haven't had a bad time with it like like the crashes come very very infrequently and the game still looks really cool like there's one mission i was riding inside of a car and I'm looking at the inside of the car and like the detailing is insane. Like there was like in fancy cars, you can often see like the stitching on like the sides of it's like made with leather. And I was in a fancier car in the game and you could see like the individual stitches on the inside of the car. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that's insane. And it's just, it's fun. Like, there's so much shit to do. And I've, I honestly looking at the achievements, I think I can platinum it. I've finished it twice already. I'm going for a third to really uh, finish the whole shebang. I really, I, th- I think it's a good game. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's going to be like No Man's Sky. It'll be good in a couple years. I think it will be amazing in a couple years. I, I think, think yeah, like come like the six month mark, the game will be like so much better. Well, yeah, like CD Projekt Red as a studio, they put so much care into what they do. Like if you look back at The Witcher, which I was sort of talking about earlier, they released two DLCs that were basically full games. Like one of them was like, Jesus, it was so big, a uh, blood and wine expansion. It introduced a whole new area. It did all this stuff free. The other one in the already existing area, but heavily develops everything around it free. Like they're like, I know that they'll do an amazing job. They're awesome. The polls know what they're doing with games, maybe not lawmaking, but that's a different thing. yes uh and with that um that's all there is for the month of july will be 
heading to August in just a short moment. Thank you, Mark, for stopping by. Thank you for having me. And uh, we will be sure to get you on in the new year for when, uh, you know, the world is maybe a bit more normal. I'm, uh, I, I like to live my life by a couple quotes. And one of them is, you know, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. So I'm optimistic about 2021, but I'm not making any huge plans just yet. And joining me now for the month of August, it's the voice of the podcast that isn't me, my boy, John Flatters. Great to be back. Welcome back. It's uh, the first time you're not on a sports episode. There you go. Well, I'm not. I'm multi-talented. Multi-talented now. Amazing. (laughs) How you doing, John? Doing well, buddy. It's uh, good to hear from you, man. Been Been an interesting year, to say the least. It has, uh, very much so. Uh, you ready to talk about uh, August and what came out? Oh, yeah. Although, I mean, I feel bad. There's so many of these games that I'm looking at now, and I'm like, I should have just bitten the bullet and, and gotten a new console and gotten some of these games, but uh, you're going to be mad. I'm a, I'm a classics guy. I mean, hey, I'll take it. Uh, everybody's different, uh, but for the month of August... Uh, Fall Guys, the big uh, new Battle Royale that puts you and 60, 59 other players uh, in a series of mini games came out uh, originally for free if you had PS Plus uh, uh, or you paid the 30 bucks for the game on Steam or you, afterwards if you didn't get it right at launch. Uh, Scully, a game where you play as a little skeleton head and I think it's like a platformer or something like that came out. Uh, Fast and Furious Crossroads came out and disappointed everybody. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn made its way to the PC. Hyperscape came out. Risk of Rain 2 dropped. EA Sports UFC 4 came out. And I think it did better than the last UFC game, but I don't remember entirely. Because, uh, I, I don't know. Did you hear about uh, the UFC games and the history I, they've had, John? I played one of the first ones way back, like early 2000s. And I just remember... From the little I knew about UFC, I just knew it wasn't a game that would be very easy to make because it's not like hockey where everybody's doing the exact same moves. Like some guys are ground guys, some guys are strikers. So maybe in you know the early 2000s, they just make it like boxing. But now it's just so multifaceted. I, I can't imagine it being a very easy game to make and very like intuitive game. But yeah, the, one, the only one yeah. I played was the very first and I just it sort of turned me off. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I think it was either two or three. It had Ronda Rousey on the cover. That would have been three. Uh, yeah, three. It was three then. Yeah, it was the game was a buggy mess. Oh no, that's that was the big issue with the game. I don't even know if they fixed it or if they just let it be because they make a yearly game anyway, so it's not like they have reason to fix them. Yeah. Uh, uh, we also had Microsoft Flight Simulator coming out to for all of the people who enjoy f- realistic flight sims. Um, but it's also a goddamn gorgeous game. Uh, well, yeah, we were talking about it. Like that's well, you said you need a real top notch computer to play it on. But, but oh yeah, that that if, one if was so want, peaceful to play. Exactly. If you want the best graphics that you can get and make it feel like you're actually flying in like japan or the south americas then yeah get a fucking great computer yeah i'm honestly curious on how it's going to be running on the uh series x and s uh i'm definitely curious about that 
one one you think is going to have an advantage or you think it'll be the same on both? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm curious to see what it is. Like, I, f- I feel like the X would be the better one to run it on just because it's the bigger of the two the two versions of the console. Yeah. And has a bit more, I don't know, I feel like it has a bit more processing. But, you know, who knows? I, I just want to see what it, how, it, how it runs on console. That's what I'm curious about. Uh, we also had Battletoads come out for the Xbox One and the PC. Uh, Raji and Ancient Epic came out. New Super Lucky's Tales dropped. Uh, PGA Tour 2K21 came out. Uh, which I still haven't touched, even though I think we talked about it the first sports episode that it, the I love the PGA Tour games. Oh yeah, I I again, if it was a different year, I definitely would have got gotten to a game store, checked it out, and just again bit the bullet and and <laughs> said goodbye to a few weekends. Yeah, uh, it's a very different PGA Tour game uh, now that it's under 2K and not EA anymore. Um, but it's also lacking in characters you can go up against. Like, character creation is still there, but, like, the professional golfers you face off, very limited. And that's why I'm a bit disappointed with that. But who knows? 2K22 might do things differently. Uh, we also had Samurai Jack Battle Through Time, No Straight Roads, Vader Immortal, the VR Star Wars game, where there's just a whole bunch of things you get to do. Uh, the disappointment that was Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered. Uh, Tell Me Why from the creators of Life is Strange. Surgeon Simulator 2. Captain Tsubasa, Rise of New Champions, the anime soccer game. Madden NFL 21, Project Cars 3, and Wasteland 3. And those are the games that came out in Those are some of the games that came out in August. You know you what? Got I any just other comments on those, John. I just looked it up. It was Ronda Rousey was on the the UFC two, and that was the okay. One yeah, finished. yeah. That's yeah. It's, it's that's the one that was like, uh, don't don't touch it. Yeah. And then she <laughs> promptly left UFC. Yeah. Now she's what WWE. I think she's done that, and I'm I'm sure she's acting and all uh, all the all the things that come with being a big you know a lister. <laughs> yeah, except not on the scale as like The Rock. Oh, not or anymore. John Cena. No. Like, John Cena is slowly, like, becoming, like, the new rock, in a sense, where he's just, like, appearing in a bunch of movies now. Well, I feel like Vince McMahon's probably, and I mean, I'm, I'm probably the wrong guy to talk about wrestling, but I feel like Vince McMahon has been, for a while, kind of grooming wrestlers to be big, you know, big-ticket movie stars, because first it was The Rock, and then I remember the first couple of movies where, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin did, uh, oh, what was the funny... Like with Stallone and all those guys. Oh, the redemption. No, uh, Expendable. Oh, yeah, expend. Uh, he was in the Expendables. Really? I think he was, wasn't he? And like, uh, he was definitely in a couple of kind of rough and tumble action movies. And then for sure, I remember must have been John Cena's first trek into acting, and it wasn't very good. But it was like a, just a shoot 'em up, go save the you know president's daughter. But I swear that's what they do is they groom their big stars for the big screen and i'm sure vince mcmahon pockets a little bit of that <laughs> god damn he knows what he's doing he's a businessman uh, yeah very very true um and it was uh august this was i guess you could say the official end of summer 2020 and uh the start of fall uh how was it like with uh quarantine and all that stuff i think for us it was like 
starting to lift a little bit, but like there were a lot of restrictions still. Well, it was funny. Everyone was still that period of time. Everybody was still really nervous about it. Even the people that were like, no, I'm not going to wear a mask. They were like, well, this, we don't know what's coming yet. I think by about August, we had just gotten um, like NFL or NFL, sorry, NHL, uh, NBA. And I think major league baseball was resuming. So it being, yeah, back to sports. Yeah. Like, for a dumb jock like me, it felt like life <laughs> as usual. And, you know, everything was starting to be lifted a little bit. So you could go to the, you know, the um, the club and play tennis. Or you could go out, not feel completely like you're breaking rules, going for a run or, you know, going for a walk in the park. So for sure, it was like the light at the end of the tunnel. And it helped being nice weather. But God, if we knew it was coming again in in the fall, we probably would have braced a little a little harder. I think so too. I very much think so too. Um, with that, I think we'll go into uh, what your top five games of 2020 are that you played. Yeah. So again, I'm I'm like the classics guy, and I've still got my old Xbox 360. And I mean, probably more what I was playing were were mobile games, but. There's just not enough meat on those bones unless you, you know, I'm not going to pay seven bucks for a game. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it really depends on the mobile game. Like the big one this year that like is a mobile game that got like a lot of traction was Genshin Impact. But that's also available on like the PS4 and Steam. Right. Yeah, there was, you know, like there was Among Us that everybody had. So it was. Oh, yeah. And Among Us. Yeah. It was fun because you had lots of action. You weren't, you know, waiting for an opponent. But some of the games, they're just, you know, you play them for a week and then you're like, okay, that, you know, it served its purpose. Exactly. All right. So what is number five? Number five, this one actually, I found it again, but I just remembered it wasn't as fun as it way back was. But FIFA 13 um, for EA Sports. And I mean, I found the old copy. It's probably, I think I paid a premium for it because it's one of the best rated copies for the old Xbox 360. Just really good uh, gameplay. I think they had just updated the ball handling and, and the passing. So I remember, I remember it being very intuitive. And then it's just so fun playing career mode. Taking your guy from the Vancouver Whitecaps all the way to Man City. That was good times. All righty, all righty. So that's uh, number, number f- five. Number four, uh, it was right at the end of summer. My one friend had... Uh, he had F1 2019 with the fancy, I think it's Logitech or whoever makes the steering wheel that, um, oh, wh- and the gas the pedals whole, with oh, the, the whole kit and caboodle yet yeah, with the rumble pack. And I mean, the funnest thing ever, it, I couldn't get around two turns without crashing, but just the vibration coming off of that steering wheel and just the sound and like all the, all the senses were just completely overblown by that game, even though I couldn't get a whole lap done. <laughs> so that's four just number take some practice yeah exactly and i i mean i was only playing it for one night so i just had fun with it but number three uh was nhl 12 and again for pretty much the same reason as as fifa just with really good career mode and you could start out in junior so i could go play for all my old teams start out my career in vancouver all over again or started out in pa or uh saskatoon so that's fun and then uh, number two, Fight Night Champion. It's, again, an older one, but probably the best Fight Night I've ever played. Um, again, story mode was super, super fun. 
being Andre Bishop kind of going through the life of a boxer and all the adversity and all the stuff. And, and then you get to create your own boxer and take them through a whole career, which is just, again, hours of sure. It's not multiplayer fun, but just hours of going around creating a boxer, creating a guy and seeing what you can do with them. That was number two. And uh, finally, number one, I was looking after my brother's house for a bit this summer. And so he's got the, what's the next one? The, the Xbox One was after the 360. Yeah. And uh, he had Red Dead 2 and that game. Like when we're talking about Microsoft Flight Simulator and how big, you know, the the levels are. The Red Dead, like I don't think I it's ever, huge. I don't think I ever found it, and I spent some major, like six, seven days straight, eight hours a day, just completing missions, going through everything, finding all the little Easter eggs I could find. Still, it's like you barely scratch the surface, and probably <laughs> the best part about it's Morgan, and just you let him grow that mustache, shave everything else, just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game. I still haven't gotten around to it. Um, I really want to get around to it eventually, but I have so many games in my backlog that I'm finally working on to just clear out. Yeah. Well, who knows? Hopefully we don't have too much time left in this, this, you know, lockdown mode or half semi lockdown mode. So better get to it while we got some time. Exactly. Uh, well, thank you for coming on, John. We're going to move on to the next month in a little bit. But thank you once again for coming out again and uh, helping out with the year in review episode. Always a pleasure to share some some of the games of yesteryear or yester millennium <laughs> with all the with all the uh, new stuff that you guys bring. And joining me right now for covering the month of September. It's my boy, Beefcake Jake. Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be on here. Welcome back. It's yeah. been quite a while. Yep. Uh, episode two of this season, I believe. Really? Wow. Yeah, no, I've only done the one, which is, yeah. I mean, I'm a busy man. You so, are so a it's busy hard. man. It's hard How have you been? There. I've How been you pretty been? good. Christmas was good. Got some good stuff. Got some new games to talk about. I mean, they're new games to me. They've been out for a while, but I'm the kind of guy that's like, I'm not going to blow $80 on a game. I'll wait till it's 40 <laughs> or, or I'll ask for it for Christmas and my birthday because yeah. I'm broke. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we are covering the month of September right now, and here are the games that came out in September of 2020. Oh. We had Crusader Kings 3. We had Spellbreak, that Mage Battle Royale game. That seems fun. Uh, it's it's free, I believe, oh. uh, but I, I believe I'm pretty sure I saw it on the store for free. Okay, well after uh, this, uh, any of these that sound fun to me, I got some room on my PlayStation, and if they're oh, free, baby, just download a couple and see what I think of them. Excellent. Uh, Marvel's Avengers came out in September, uh, which uh, is uh, 48 million below what uh, it's lost. Yeah, square 48 million. Dang. So, yeah, <laughs> that is, that's not good. You know, a video game's <laughs> not good when you're 48 million in the hole. <laughs> yeah, uh, Marvel's uh, sorry, NBA 2K21 came out uh, to cover some sports. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two dropped as well. Oh, that, was a, that was a that was sports. That was a fun game. I really liked that. The soundtrack was top notch. Do they still have the the plastic board that you lay down and hop on? Or yeah, it, it's a. Uh, Did they come out with a new board? I oh oh well you're thinking oh wait I'm thinking like Tony Hawk you know the Wii where you throw down the board 
Oh no, no! This is like a classic pro skater with like like on the PlayStation One, I think. Oh yeah, okay. Like, okay. like uh, it's got the sound, old soundtrack, new soundtrack. It's oh grooving. I think I played it a couple times back in the day, but I was such a youngin, you know. You just... Yeah. <sighs> I didn't even know um, they were gonna make more Tony Hawk games. <laughs> they made, I think, there were like four mainline pro skater games, and then there was like the Tony Hawk Underground games, and oh, then yeah. there was like a couple others here and there. But this returns to the roots. Whew. Exciting. Uh, yes. Uh, we had uh, in the DLC world, Sims 4 Star Wars DLC came out. That was like the biggest Sims 4 DLC that came out this year. Really? Uh, the Outer Worlds Peril on Gorgon DLC came out as well. Um, still need to play Outer Worlds. Yeah, it's- me too. Me too. Jackson had it. And I, was, and I don't know. I kind of forget what he said, you know, how he liked it or if he didn't like it. But, I mean, what's the concept around it? Is it just like it's, adventuring worlds? It's like a Skyrim Fallout, but with... Or it's more like Oblivion okay. because that's it's uh, that style, but space. Nice. Um, space so, yeah. is always good. If you're going with a space theme, there's a lot of creativity you can put into it instead of focusing on, you know, changing things on Earth. You can just create new stuff out in the universe. A lot, yes. of, a lot of things you can do. Uh, we also had uh, some great indie games, Spelunky 2 and Hades, uh, which was nominated for Game of the Year. Oh, uh, Hades is a really great game. It's on the Switch and PC currently. I don't know if it's going to make its way to the Xbox and PS4, ah. um, but it's supposed to be a really great game. It's from the creators who made Bastion, if I'm correct about that. Um, and so that's a great game to check out. Uh, we also got uh, the Crisis remastered, released on everything else because it came out on the Switch first. Um, hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, it's still a question of how it even runs on the Switch. <laughs> uh, we also got the great horror game Phasmophobia. Oh yeah, uh, that blew up this year. I got it. Uh, maybe I'll try that one because I was trying to get into more like the horror gaming scene. It's a great one to play with friends. Really? Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We had the big one this month, which was Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, We'll talk about that in just a second. We also had WWE 2K Battlegrounds, Kirby Fighters 2, Unrailed, the co-op train, uh, get it to point A to point B uh, game. Whoa, that sounds intense. (laughs) Uh, You had Roller Coaster uh, Tycoon 3 Complete Edition. For the Switch and PC that came out. Uh, so it's now on Steam and stuff like that. Uh, Mafia Definitive Edition and the free game Genshin Impact. Woo. And, a lot of uh, games for that month, eh? It's a lot. September was a big month. Yeah, this was, was when we were, I think this was like the second or third month where we had a lot of things coming out. The slow season was done. We're in the fall season. This is when most games came out. But the big one uh, that uh, you've been playing, I, uh, at least you've been telling me that you've been playing, is Mario 3D All-Stars. Yes, my brother just got it for Christmas. Same. Man, I just got it for Christmas, too. Good good Christmas gift, I guess. It is. Word. But yeah, no, just seeing him turn on Super Mario Galaxy one more, like, I haven't seen that since I was in junior high. And like, it just flooded me with memories. The soundtrack is beautiful. You just, you know, you just feel like you're immersed in this Mario space world. Yeah. I don't know, just all the different planets they had. I I remember the B world. That was just so pretty to me. I don't know. I like the, 
the scenery of all the Mario games, especially Super Mario Galaxy, and it being remastered onto the Switch. I'm sure the graphics are a little better. You know, yeah, being, the uh, graphics are definitely like, like it's the most notable with uh, um, with Galaxy. Trend. Yeah, as I say, it's a little bit newer. It was released on like the Wii and stuff, so it's probably yeah. Low. So the HD fits it the best mm-hmm, of the for three. Sure. Uh, 64 still looks very polygonal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's yeah. just like brighter polygons, basically. Like, whoa, now I can see these polygons even better. <laughs> yeah. Shapes. Um, <laughs> shapes. Whoa. <laughs> and then I haven't touched Sunshine yet because, uh, um, just because I've already played Sunshine, I think a little earlier this year on my GameCube. Yeah, you're like, so, well, take a break. Yeah, so uh, won't be touching that, and I haven't touched much of it. I played it like the first level in Galaxy, <laughs> um, because I'm I got a lot of things for Christmas. I got the uh, the last uh, Funko Pop figure that I need for my Kingdom Hearts collection. Oh, that's always nice. Um, and it's the the rare Kingdom Hearts uh, Mickey Organization 13 one. Oh, um, does that go for good money? Is that going to be a retirement plan? Is that whole set? N- not anymore is uh, because I took it out of the box. But uh, ah, damn it. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's, it's I'm not going to sell them anytime. So it's fair there. I'm going to pass them down to my kids and then my they, grandkids their kids and, and their kids. Exactly. Get them gold plated. So they Get last forever. <laughs> they, maybe. But I also got um, uh uh miles morales the new spider-man oh. game for christmas have you tried that out a lot have you been playing i i literally just downloaded it been playing persona 5 too much to start it yet uh yeah no my brother got it too i asked him i was like yo can i borrow it once i'm done the first one he's like oh i just have it digitally downloaded so guess i won't be playing it unless i go spend the whatever 60 bucks on it 40 bucks yeah i got some gift cards so i only paid like 14 bucks of like my money to oh. for the game what a deal. Steal of a deal, man. Steal of a deal. Uh, but uh, on top of the games that came out in uh, September, yes, uh, we also... Uh, what was uh, September like for uh, quarantine-wise? September, well... It feels like a blur, honestly. Right, it was. Everything, it was September, and then I, my birthday's in November, so that's like the next thing to look forward to for me. And all of a sudden, it was, boom, my birthday, and then like one month later, like, boom, this, like Christmas. And Christmas is over now. But yeah. September, I think I just started... My job at No Frills, the great and wonderful grocery store. (laughs) Not sponsored. Oh, God. Yeah, no. (laughs) Don't ever let them sponsor you, Tony. You're better better than that. (laughs) Uh, And then, but yeah, so I was just, you know, working on what I want to do with my life and just what, yeah. And then I got moved out eventually mid-October. So that was sick. And from there, it's just been working and adding to the video game collection. Because, the, you know, I'm just so bored when I get home. I, I get home because I pay to live there. I'm like, well, I might as well spend my free time at home. But it's just a small studio apartment. I don't even have a bedroom. It's just an open concept, you know, place. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's just mostly gaming. You know, I get home and just flop down on the couch, maybe make some pizza pockets, throw in. Oh, yeah, Black o- yeah, the Cold War. That, Ooh, that's what I yes. got for Christmas. That, that's been pretty fun. The only thing I don't like so far, me and my brothers have not been able to figure out how to play local split-screen zombies. Really? Yep, they won't let you. You have to if you can play split-screen online, though, somehow. 
So like we, me and my brother Lucas, we shared this, we split screen, but then it adds players from online and you play online, but you can't do local, which is like a little odd for me. I've never played split that, screen that online zombies. That is extremely zombies. odd. Yeah. And same with the multiplayer even. We found you can do online multiplayer, pretty normal. You know, you hop on to the lobby or whatever. <laughs> but uh, the actual, like when you try to add a split screen, add another controller, which it lets you, the zombies won't even let you. It doesn't say hit X to join. But multiplayer does, and then it just gives you, you know, the trying to connect to the internet and lobby forever and won't let you connect your controller. So I hope they fix. Maybe those are just bugs. I was trying to look it up to see, because I know it's a newer game. Maybe they're still working out some stuff. But I think if, yeah, if they keep it where you can't play like split screen local zombies, I think that kind of defeats the purpose. A little bit, yeah. You know, because it's like not everyone wants to play zombies online. You know, it's fun to like if you're done playing online multiplayer. Going, yeah, baby. legit. Get four controllers and just like beat the crap out of some zombies. <laughs> exactly. Um, and now it's time for me to ask you, what yes. were your top five games of 2020? Now, these could be games that you just played in 2020. They didn't need to come out in 2020. Yeah. But what were the what were your top five games? Okay, well, I think one of my all-time favorite games would be God of War. I got it right as I started my practicum. So good memories of finishing up school with you guys and just grinding hard on God of War. So that's... that, And it was just a beautiful game. And, you know, it's cool that... I. My little brother showed me the teaser trailer for uh, God of War Ragnarok 2021. Yeah. And I mean, it's not much. It's literally, that's all it says is. Yeah, it's, it's literally it's just, like, just logo. Yeah, Boom. grunts and noises <laughs> and yeah. Ragnarok. Okay, sweet. But uh, yeah, that was definitely one of them. Crew 2, I was looking for, I was kind of getting sick of like violent, you know, shooter games. I wanted something where I could catch, you know, I liked racing games, but all I had was Gran Turismo. And that's more like heavy duty like simulation racing yeah so i wanted something a little lighter started with burnout paradise remastered which has been really good but then i got the crew 2 for christmas and that's just like unbelievable because you can switch between planes boats and your car while you're driving so it's not like you have to go to a garage and swap out your vehicle so i think that's been my favorite racing game over the three i've tried so that's a number two number three let's try to go for different gameplay i think black ops 4 Black Ops 3 was good, but they only had the one zombies map. And then all the stuff I just stated with Cold War about it not being like split screen friendly has definitely thrown a wrench in that. But Black Ops 4 zombies, they were cool maps, uh, cool abilities. The gameplay was pretty fun. They had a lot of stuff to do. I tried going hard on that and like getting everything you could and traveling everywhere. I never got to the end of, and beat zombies though, but I've, I think I got to around 52 one night, which was, per, which was pretty insane. That was like top top zombie score i've ever gotten it was like 2000 kills i was like holy moly <laughs> but yeah so that i think that was a third I'm trying to think last of us part two been playing that one that's a good one the first last of us is also very good but i guess since i've been playing it this year last of us part two would be my fourth and for my last and final one i'm trying to think you know i've been have i had a lot of fun playing through the like first bioshock because i just got it for my ps4 the trinity or whatever the trilogy yes i got it as well it was, it was uh the free for ps plus people oh yeah yep i think sadly i did i did because when i moved out i do not have wi-fi at my place so i can't play anything online when i'm at my place which is that's why i'm not really too pumped about cold war because it's mostly based online same yeah with the, same with the crew too 
it's all online. You can you can't even open the game to play it when you're not online. Like it'll give you the loading screen and won't let you enter anything. But I think those would be my top five. Those, those, right. those are some really good games. Good mix up. That is a very good mix of games. A very good mix. Quite some titles that uh, did come out this year. Some that were older titles, but it's a good mix. Yep. Bioshock. The Bioshock one was definitely a fun time, but. I definitely prefer Bioshock Infinite of the three. Really? Well, maybe I'll pop that one in because I haven't tried it yet. I thought I would try and beat them, like, storyline so I know what's going on, like, complete the main part, you know, at least. But honestly, maybe I wanted to see the gameplay and how, like, much it improved because Bioshock was, like, a 2007 game. And, you know, it was a cool concept. I think it was... Like, I didn't know what it was about or anything. Like, my girlfriend was just like, hey, like, the Bioshock games are really good. You should get it. I was like, okay, I'll get it. And sure enough, I thought it was a really cool concept. I loved it. So I'll definitely throw in Infinite sometime and try her out. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining me, Jacob. We're about to move on to the next month in our year in review. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's been a blast, and I hope I can come on soon again. And we are now about to cover... The month of October with my returning guest, Darren. Hello. Hello, Tony. Nice to talk to you again. Yes, it is. It's been not too long, but it's still been a little while. Yeah, I guess. Did Was it October that we talked or was it November? Oh, oh man. Um, I think it was November. Maybe it was like the. Yeah, it was November. Yeah, either way, it's been too long. It has. How was your Christmas? It was a nice little Christmas. Just hung out by myself here in Hunter Mile House. But, uh, you know, got to talk on the phone with my parents and some other family members. So it was still nice. I was was here by myself, but I wasn't alone. That's always good. That's always pretty great. You ready to cover the year in review October? Yes, I am. All right. Well, October, we had quite... The couple of games that came out, we had Super Mario Bros. 35 on the Switch. Crash Bandicoot 4 came out, uh, the big one. That was a big one for October. Uh, were you a Crash Bandicoot player at all? Uh, not really. I never had, because uh, Crash Bandicoot, that was a PlayStation exclusive, right? Yes, for a yeah. long time. Yeah, and I was a Nintendo kid growing up, so I never <laughs> really got into those ones. Yeah. Um. Uh, we also had uh, Star Wars Squadrons, uh, the flight, sim- the Star Wars flying game, fly your own spaceship. Uh, that was a big release. Uh, Nickelodeon Kart Racer 2 Grand Prix came out. Baldur's Gate 3 came out. I Am Dead, uh, Ride 4, Ben 10 Power Trip. Uh, and then we got some of the sports games. We got FIFA 21 and NHL 21 that came out. Yes, I I know last or last time we were on when for the sports podcast I was saying, you know what, I haven't picked up any of the Matt or Madden or NHL, but actually just last night it was NHL twenty one was on sale for fifty five percent off on the Xbox marketplace, so I picked it up and I'm going to be playing it a little bit today. Oh heck yeah, dude. Yeah, so yeah, that's kind of how I've been treating this year. Just wait for things that I'm interested to come on sale and then pick them up then. 
Essentially, that's what I did with uh, Persona 5 Royal. I just picked that up not too long ago, and it was like on sale for a really good price. Uh, Atop uh, of, uh, I think I got the deluxe edition, which was like originally like one twenty, and I got it. I got it for like sixty. So, yeah, I just picked up the standard version of NHL Twenty One. Uh, it's typically on sale for what? Uh, 70, 80 bucks. I'm not really sure what most games go for these days, but there's been a lot of good sales, and I, I got NHL 21 for just 40 bucks. Yeah, uh, most AAA titles that come out now are for Canada at least. We're getting them at 80 bucks, is the normal for us, sadly. Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, we also had the Survivalists, uh, G.I. Joe, Operation Blackout, the Oculus Quest 2 came out, the new VR headset that uh, you need a Facebook account to use. Why do you need a Facebook account to use it? Because Oculus is owned by Facebook. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition came out, and Mario Kart Live Home Circuit came out, yeah. the RC Mario Kart game. Yes, I've seen so many videos of that on YouTube, and I, it's such an interesting concept. I actually considered buying a Switch just for that, just because it seems like so much fun. It, it honestly looks like a lot of fun. You just need a hardwood floor, which thankfully my basement has, but then it's like, well, then I got to go down to the basement to play the game. Oh, so it just has to be hardwood? It, I mean, you can do it on carpet, but it won't run as well. Okay, I see. Like, you know, those wheels are going to get caught up in the little carpet and then you, you're going to ruin your carpet. Yeah, and you don't want that. You don't want, you don't want that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we also had Amnesia Rebirth, uh, a brand new Amnesia game that came out. Uh, the Crown Tundra DLC for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Transformers Battleground. Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid Saga continues. Uh, no More Heroes 1 and 2 making their way to the Switch. Watch Dogs Legion, the big, another big game that people are kind of uh, eh about because Watch Dogs. Mm -hmm. And they just uh, didn't deliver as well as they could have. Yeah, that's kind of, there's been a few of those this year, I think. Yeah, there definitely have been. Um, we also got uh, Visage, the Dark Pictures Anthology Little Hope, and Pikmin 3 Deluxe on the Switch. Yeah, I played the original Pikmin 3 uh, on the Wii U version. I think it was around when it first came out. I enjoyed it quite a bit, so maybe that's another one worth getting the Switch for. Yeah, it's supposed to. I think it comes with all the DLC, I think, that it had. It also has some bonus content as well. Did you play Pikmin 1 and 2 uh, when those were out on the GameCube? Actually, no, because, uh, you know, I didn't know much about them at that time. I. Uh, uh, I believe Pikmin 1 was only on the GameCube, and then was Pikmin 2 on the Wii as well? I think they... Oh. Uh, they, both Pikmin 1 and 2 were on the Cube, and I think Pikmin 2 they put on the Wii as, like, a special edition with those, like, special... Like, they, they did that with pa Mario Power Tennis and a couple others I don't remember, but they did that with a few of the GameCube games. Oh, okay, I see. Like, Twilight Princess was another one that they did that with. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, those were all the games that dropped in October. 
uh, some of the bigger ones at least. There's a lot, and obviously I can't cover all of them. I'll cover most of the big ones or ones that, you know, sound funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, October was also Halloween and Thanksgiving up here in Canada. Yes, it was. uh, how are those be those little holidays being in quarantine or and whatnot? Well, it was you know it was kind it was different. I Halloween was it would have been normal. I actually couldn't find any candy here in Hundred Mile House. All the stores were sold out, so I didn't have any candy to give out. So I just kind of locked the door, turned all the lights off, hid in my room, and played video games. <laughs> oh that's both like happy and very sad no candy very sad yes i I was able to get a little bit but you know i it wasn't enough to give out to a whole bunch of kids so i just kind of munched on it myself exactly that's the way it should be (laughs) (laughs) halloween and christmas have the one thing in common is that they'll make you fat with how much sugar you'll be eating yeah i have definitely put on a few pounds in the past couple of days um yes. the past couple of weeks you know working at a radio <laughs> station we've especially in a small town we've had a lot of people just coming and bringing us baked goods uh, gotten a few boxes of chocolate so oh my i god i don't have to worry about going hungry <laughs> <laughs> well that's good at least yeah that's very good um so yeah that was october what were your top five games of 2020 though that's what we want to know well, the ones I've been playing the most this year, Lord of the Rings Online, I said when back when I was on the sports one, I said that was my favorite game. It still is. I've been playing that one just kind of on and off for about eight years now. And so it's, Ooh. yeah, it's a lot of fun. If you're definitely into Lord of the Rings or just J.R. Tolkien's works or J.R.R. Tolkien's works in general, sorry. It's definitely something worth checking out. It's a lot of fun. It's free to play for the most part. Uh, After, I believe, around 20 levels or so, you have to start paying for content. But, you know, you can also earn that content in-game by accumulating points by doing things in-game, and you can pay for it that way. But it's a lot of fun, and I'm going to keep playing it for, you know, probably right until they say, hey, we don't want to keep this game going anymore. Yeah, that's a fair point. And it's it's an MMO type game. Yeah, it's an MMO. It's a lot of fun. It kind of, it doesn't follow the main story of Lord of the Rings, but it's a nice little side story for the first little half through Eriador. So the lands to the north, like in Bree and over in Angmar, uh, you know, the Trollshaws where Rivendell is. I'm a kind of a Tolkien nut, so this is all getting to explore all of that on your own not through watching a movie or reading a book it's just a different way to explore that universe that's a good it's a great way to do that i can't they're doing uh with that harry potter game that they announced at the the game awards i think it was uh i'm excited for that like, yes because it's just you get to explore the world yes i've been kind of had that idea in my head for a long time that's a perfect universe to place uh, not just a, a role-playing game, but an MMO game where it's exactly you make your own. You can make your own adventure in that. Yes. Uh, what are your other four games? Okay. Yeah, I guess I should probably talk about something other than Lord of the Rings Online. <laughs> uh, actually, my next one, number two on my list, is one that I got for free earlier in the year: Civilization Six. Ooh. Yeah, it's uh, 
earlier in the year. This was around, I want to say it was around March. Uh, the Epic's Game Store, they were doing a lot of giveaways, or it was, you know, a free game every week. They started off with GTA Five, I think, and then they yep. had Civilization Six. So I was like, you know what? It's a free game. Why not? And Why not? Exactly. I picked it up. I enjoy it a lot. It's, you know, nice to just sit down for an hour or two, knock out a game. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I remember I played Civilization Revolution, I think it was. It was on the 360, and that's the only Civ game I've ever played. Okay, yeah. I this 6 is the only one I've played, but I've enjoyed it so far, and I'm thinking about just seeing if I can get the older ones. Maybe just dive into some of the older ones there yeah uh what is the next game uh well this is kind of cheating because it's two games uh nba 2k20 and nba 2k21 i'm a big basketball fan so it's it was nice to you know get to play some sports you know in a world where we didn't have sports for a few months and then we had sports all day every day and then went back to having sports all day once a week and so yeah now we're starting to get back into a spot where sports are normal so it was nice to play nba 2k21 and 2k20 so that's kind of cheating but those two are number three on my list all right because it's mostly what it's the roster update and uh yeah like a few extra things here and there yeah, uh, well, 2K, the NBA 2K games, they're a little bit different each year. There's a different story in the career mode, which, you know, that's a big thing for me playing, you know, getting to experience that myself. That's going back to that Lord of the Rings Online. You know, I, you know, unfortunately, I'm 5'10 and out of shape white guy. I, there's no <laughs> chance I was making it to the NBA. So it's definitely a nice way for me to get, you know, or you know, to live out that dream. Yes, very much so. What is the next one on the list? Another one I got free from Epic Games, Ark Survival Evolved. Ooh. Yes, I... There was times when I would start playing it, uh, I'd look out the window, oh, it's light out. Look at the clock, oh, it's 5 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, it's the way I would describe it. It's almost like Minecraft with dinosaurs. Yeah, that's the big um, generalization that a lot of people describe it as to like people who haven't played it before. Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot of fun, and so yeah, I'm. Arc Two was just announced with Vin Diesel. Yes, I'm really looking forward to that one as well. So you can you better believe I'll be playing it. (laughs) and what is number five uh number five i believe other than 2k21 is the only one that came out this year the resident evil 3 remake Ooh, yeah it's i didn't it's even though it's on my top five i didn't necessarily enjoy it as much as i did the resident evil 2 remake but it was still a lot of fun it's a nice little story um yeah it was a lot of fun i might have to play it again soon yeah, because it's a relatively shorter game on top of things, correct? Yeah, I believe I knocked it out in about two sessions. Uh, actually, I think I it might have even been one. It was pretty short, but it was still a lot of fun. 
Yeah, that's a that's a nice thing about Resident Evil as well as it has like kind of replayability at with certain games, with like unlocking new things and doing challenges that you that unlock things as well, which is a nice thing about the games, I guess. Yeah, it's that's definitely a selling point there. Uh, You know, I back in the day I played a lot of Resident Evil four and five, even six, even though that one wasn't great. It I still had some fun with it, so it's, you know, there's there are a lot of fun, those games. Yes. Uh, and with that, uh, thank you for the top five list, Darren, and thanks for coming on. We are going to be moving on to the next month of November uh, in just a bit. Thank you once again, Darren, for stopping by. And thank you again for having me again. Of course, it's always a pleasure, sir. And now, joining me for the month of November, we got my Destiny Insider, Jackson. Uh, hello. Happy New Year, everybody. And Happy New Year. And we also got the return of Sean. Hola. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2021 and Happy November. Yee. How you boys doing? Good. Tired. Yeah, very tired, uh, slightly hungover, but feeling good and uh, ready to rock it out podcast style. Hell yeah. It's, we gotta, it was, November was probably one of the biggest months of gaming this past year. Uh, mainly for the Series X and PlayStation 5 launching out in November. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. And Jackson being able to secure the Series X. Yeah, yeah. Good time. Good. I won the lottery. Um, <laughs> basically. So, uh, yeah. But this, I love my Series X. It's good. Yeah, it's it's great. The next gen, I'm, I like the, what the next gen is doing. I like the consoles. I like their look. Yeah. I like the fridge. <laughs> I want the fridge, the actual Xbox fridge. I want it. Um, I've never known I needed a fridge so much in my life until I saw that fridge. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but games-wise, we had Jurassic World Evolution come to Switch, Dirt 5. We got the Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remaster. Uh, and then we got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, the Viking game that uh, is... I've heard good things about it uh, for it being a Viking game and not an Assassin's Creed game, mm-hmm. which is basically like how all Assassin's Creed games from origins have been onward just based on whatever the timeline is and not really caring at all about the assassin's creed lord anymore yeah. basically essentially uh we also had destiny 2 beyond light come out and uh jackson how's how is beyond light i think i asked this before but like now that uh, you've had all, re- all- I'll reiterate it because my cha- my opinion has changed depending on on like just the time when you ask me. Um, you know what? As of right now, Beyond Light sucked. Um, <laughs> Beyond Light honestly sucked, and I I there there has been a growing kind of sort of uh, what's what's the word a growing like disappointment about it with in the Destiny community. Not a whole lot of people are a big fan of it, and obviously myself included. Um, like, th- 
you leave a sour taste in your mouth? It, it did, yeah. Because Beyond Light, uh, Sean, I know you know next to nothing about Destiny, but um, you know Destiny is, it has been adding content for years, and so Beyond Light was uh, came came out and then removed like seventy percent of the content in the game. And you know, us people were thinking, okay, well, they're going to add a whole bunch of new content to to you know alleviate some of the drought. No, no, they they didn't add anything. So um, I have I have specific goals that I set for myself that I need to kind of reach. But after that, honestly, um, I think uh, I think I'm going to be done with Destiny for the most part, honestly. And I know I say that a lot, <laughs> but. Yo, just play the new Avengers game, man. It's a de- it's pretty much Destiny. I know superheroes. That's all. Yeah. It is. You play the online. Yeah, uh, Avengers is good, uh, but I've been sinking a lot of time into World of Warcraft lately, and wow. uh, I'll get to that later. But um, yeah, Beyond Light wasn't that good. Wasn't worth fifty fucking dollars. So. $50. Yeah. yeah, well, actually, no. I paid $87 for the deluxe because I didn't want to worry about not having content throughout the year. So I just forked over the 80 for the year and then just... How do you feel now it. that you're not going to actually really play any of the content? Well, I say that, but I'm probably going to be on it t- tonight for 10 hours doing raids and stuff. <laughs> I say that. I, I say that all the time. I'm like an alcoholic. Like, oh, I'll stop drinking tomorrow. Oh, no, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Like, it's like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Destiny, but I know when I'm getting bent over and told sweet, sweet nothings in my ear. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, We also had Fuser, the game where you can make hot mixes um, because you're a DJ. Uh, uh, DJ uh, Nothing like it. Nothing like DJ Hero. DJ Tanner? Uh, no, no, I don't. Who's DJ Tanner? What Full House? Come on, man, get with uh, me. Oh, I didn't watch Full House. If I was a DJ, that would be my name. Is DJ Tanner? So we. Can do it. <laughs> uh, we also had the really uh, critically acclaimed game Sakuna of Rice and Ruin uh, make its way out. Thirteen. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon and Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, two games I gush over all the time. Uh, Astro's Playroom uh, came out to demonstrate the functionality of the PlayStation 5 controller. Uh, we had Bug Snacks, uh, where you can uh, eat insects and become burger. <laughs> insects and what? Excuse me? Become, become burger. burger. Yeah. Cumberger. Okay. I'm really glad that's what you said because I heard something so different. <laughs> and I thought you said eat insects and <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad that's not the case. It's not the case at all, no. <laughs> sounds like a child's game. That should not be eaten during this game. <laughs> yep. Uh, we also had Demon Demon Souls, the new, brand new, spanking new, b- rebuilt from the ground up uh, for the PS5. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, Godfall, the disappointment that oh, PlayStation boy. teased so much of. And it's just another Destiny clone. Yep, another shitty one. Uh, 
We had Just Dance 2021, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, a game that I'm currently playing through and am enjoying a lot. Uh, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, Katamari Damacy Reroll, World of Warcraft, Shadowlands, and Football Manager 2021. And that was just a handful of the games that came out in November. What is this Football Manager you speak of? How have I not heard of this game? It is, I believe it's for the, it, this one came out for the next gen consoles. I think it's on PC as well, because a lot of things go to PC. Is it pretty much um, just being like a general manager for a football team? I'm pretty sure that's the general concept of the game, yeah. Manage the team, make trades, all of that fun stuff. A football game without actually playing the game of football in the game, more or less. Yes, I am, I, I'm pretty sure. Unless there is football in the game, in which case that's cool too. I wouldn't be surprised if there is, and a lot of people are just strictly into that. Austin buys NHL, and he just sits there, and he'll play, you know, the manager thing for hours, and he's super into it. For everyone listening, Austin is my roommate. Huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I know that there. I, I know that like a very popular one back in the day was like a foot. Was no. Um, I, was it fo- I guess it would be football, but like the soccer football manager. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what? It's probably that kind of one. Actually, yeah, it actually probably is. That actually call NFL football compared to the rest of the world. They call soccer football. Football, yeah. As they say, football. football. Good old footsie. Exactly. Under the table footsie. <laughs> uh, but those are some of the games. Uh, in November was... <sighs> Uh, two months ago now, at the time of recording this portion of the podcast, uh, Whoa. it's weird. Yeah. Wow. Very weird. I'm old. Very weird. This year has flown by, I'm not going to lie. And I'm kind of, for, for what is on record is what <laughs> could possibly be the longest year ever. Yeah. Blew by for me and went by yeah. super quick. But I think that's just because I'm old now. <laughs> well, You're I not was, old, I've been, Sean. Most of us have been just been locked in our rooms playing video games all year, so it's been a quick. Hell yeah! It's been That's... a quick one for me as well. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Like I had my solid gaming time earlier in the year. I'll touch on that in a bit, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy to think that we're already into 2021. So let's just move forward and leave that all behind us. Yes, let's leave it behind us. But there's one thing we should talk about 2020 real quick, and that is your top five games of 2020 that you played over the year. Who would like to start? Um, Jackson, you take the lead on this one. Sure. Um, I'm going to be real. I didn't really play a whole lot of games that came out in 2020. Um aside from destiny because because that was there were bits and pieces where it was good and there when it was bad i like to keep up to date on the game it's the game it was it is my hobby i shouldn't say was because i haven't quit it yet um and uh yeah like i said before beyond light isn't um i have i guess i haven't said it but the impression that i left before beyond light isn't on my top top five um 
So, Tony, you you specifically said that these games don't have to be out in 2020 to be yeah, on the it, If you played the game in 2020 and it came out in 2012, like uh, going back to yeah. John's list, he played NHL 12. That was on his top five. Right. Okay. Cool, cool. I just wanted to be sure because I didn't want to sound like an idiot. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I, I'd say, like, okay, number five, um, I recently played through Jedi Fallen Order again. That game... That game is awesome. Uh, yeah, it's it's really good. I always I love Star Wars. Um, absolutely play the shit out of it. I, I think I'm on my new I'm on my third playthrough. I started playing it on my Series X. I bought it for my PS4 last year when it came out, and um, runs like runs like butter. It's awesome and it looks great on the Series X. Um, my fourth, even though I stopped playing it f- for quite a while, uh, Animal Crossing. New Horizon. That game is a lot of fun, but I kind of got bored of it. But like the 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 two solid weeks that I played it, I really enjoyed it. I just I just didn't know what else to do. Um, let's see what else. What's number three? I forget. Uh, oh yeah, Doom Eternal. That game kicked ass, and I love the music in it. And uh, I haven't got around to playing the uh, the Old Gods DLC yet. I don't want to get it at full price. <laughs> so. Um, play uh yeah play doom eternal twice once on my xbox and one once on my pc that game rocks um number two is uh world of warcraft shadowlands uh i pre-ordered shadowlands in the springtime when i was really into world of warcraft my first little wave of being into it while i was kind of trying to take a break from destiny um Honestly, I really enjoyed it more than Beyond Light. It was kind of like nice, and it's like it felt like a, a like a game in and of itself, or like going around and exploring the afterlife of World of Warcraft. It's it was so cool seeing all those areas. Um, and then I think my favorite game of the year, even though I actually haven't finished it, um, I still really enjoyed it. Uh, was uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake? I really. I really enjoyed that game from like I've gotten I think three quarters of the way through it, but um, it's funny my favorite game of the year I haven't even fucking beaten, but <laughs> but that, that, whatever. Um, I still really enjoyed it, and I want to I I do want to sit down and actually finish it because I did really enjoy it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's got to be my top five, honestly. Um, Looking forward to what 2021 has to has to offer. Yeah, well, we, we, we know a couple games that are coming out, like include the new Pokemon Snap, hopefully. Oh, um, yeah. We got, uh, there's so many that they announced. Um, I think the new Neo, The World Ends With You, finally get, uh, the sequel to that lovely franchise. Um, and just so many other games. And it's it's exciting. It, we're in a great a great time for video games, mm-hmm. and I've said that before, but we genuinely are. Uh, Sean, what are your top five games oh. of twenty twenty? Yeah, I've been racking my head. I mainly replayed a lot of games, but I also played a lot of new games. So I have like kind of a top five that I replayed and went through via quarantine, and top five of new games, of course. And I could just rattle those off quick. Let's rattle so- them off. Let's uh, okay. Starting off, let's do the new game. So number five for me is probably Tony Hawk, one and two. Oh, it's had so all good. the original like loveliness of the first two. Everything was the same. I just it's that low for me, just because 
I forgot how really good I was at Tony Hawk and could pick it up again very quickly and very easily that I flew through it super quick. <laughs> and yeah. so it was all done very fast. And then a part of me is like, oh, well, now I just want them to remake Underground. So, and that would, I would lose my shit if they did that. But uh, yeah, so there's that one, uh, Tony Hawk. And then I really enjoyed PGA. PGA Tour was a lot of fun. Great golf game. They killed it with the graphics, and it just, like, it dove me into it. Uh, number three for the new ones, I'll give it to Madden. Uh, Madden 21 has been fun as shit. I like playing the Ultimate Team. They did a really good job with it. Changed it up in a lot of ways. Still had a lot of glitches, but, you know, it's it's a new video game, so I, I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, number two will be the Bounty Hunters edition to Red Dead. I just including that for the new year um, because, you know, it's, it's a DLC. I really like the bounty hunter one. So all the additional online red dead stuff and then number one, I'm going to give the last of us two. That one's topped a, a couple of people's lists on this episode. It's a, uh, it, it won game of the year for a reason. It's so good. And the story is so good. And I'm still making my way through it. I'm plucking away, but I keep jumping back into my old games and I'm replaying those all the time right now. Because I know that once I do dive right back into Last of Us, I'm just I'm not gonna be able to pull myself away. So I'm, I know uh, the feeling. Exactly. That's how I, I am with that. Of... Sorry, I'll let you go. Uh, I was gonna say I got too much shit going on <laughs> these days to really like get that immersed right now. I gotta get everything else first, and then I can focus. Yeah. Get my head down straight. So yeah, no, I would definitely say those are my top five of the new games. And uh, what but, what old games have you revisited that made your top five? Oh, man. Straight number five, I'm going to give it to Shadow of the Colossus. Oh. I replayed through that one. I forgot. Again, it went super quickly because it's really not that difficult of a game. Yeah. Like you go, you kill, you come back. You go, you kill, you come back. Yeah. You only make it long if you go for that really obscure trophy that involves you collecting, like, literally every tiny object in the game i know it's ridiculous i was going through that and i was like oh, i'm not gonna be able to do this like because then you're just staring at your computer and the screen going around so i mean i'm used to it that's a platinum hunter i'm used to it that's true 100 <laughs> percent. yeah i've never done much in the way of platinum hunting so but uh no i I, I, I went and got a few of the things, though, and then eventually it just kind of fizzled off for me because I dove right from that into the Uncharted series. Uh, love the Uncharted games. They were all free on PlayStation last year when quarantine hit. So I was like, okay, cool. This is what I'm going to do with my life because they released Uncharted 4 for free, and then everyone's like, hey, why don't you give us the other ones because we've never played the first three. So they just threw it on there. So I threw th I flew through those again. Legit, um, I got them as well. I still haven't touched them yet because I'm playing so many other things. But I will eventually. I will get through all four of them soon enough. Nice. And then maybe pick up that uh, spinoff one that they had. Uh, Lost Legacy or whatever it was. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I played that one too. I they include that one. The Lost Legacy where you play as the chicks. Yeah. I went through all the Uncharted. That's what, that was in like three weeks. During, wow. during lockdown, I beat like those five. Played a lot of games during quarantine. I uh, replayed God of War again. So that'll give be my number three is the replay into God of War. Not the original 
the PS4 one. one, right? Yeah, yeah, the PlayStation 4 one because I played the original ones a million times each. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, looking forward to Ragnarok? I think next this year now oh, is when the new, it's supposed to be 2021. Man, I'm so excited for Ragnarok. I'm gonna yeah. lose my shit. That's talk. Hey, bring me on for that fucking month because I will. I will talk about God of War till the cows come home. When we know more info, I will let you know. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I am definitely down now. I guess my second one is going to be uh, Kate. So straight up, I just smoked a big bowl and I'm drawing a blank on the game. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to. I, I know the game. I'm going to give number one is Red Dead, but this one, number two. God damn it. Why can't I? Far Cry. Far, Far Cry, Cry 5. 5. Thank you. Yeah, Far Cry 5. I replayed that again. I played it once and then I just immediately played it again after. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I really enjoyed it. And I wanted to see how things could go differently because I flew through the story and then I went through and I did everything where I could get everything. Because if you play through Far Cry 5, you realize there's not much you can do once the game ends. Yeah, there really isn't, unlike most of the other Far Cry games. Yeah, you can still jump back, but there's a lot of missable stuff. So, Yeah, very much so. I've only played uh, Far Cry 4. I really liked it. Yeah, so, but I haven't touched the franchise since I, that one. I enjoyed four, five was awesome, and then I also right after that played uh, played Far Cry New Dawn too. Mm. How was New Dawn? I've heard mixed things. I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. I think it kept me a little more interesting because each time you have to take down an outpost, each time you take one down, you can come back and take it again, and it gets harder and harder each time. Oh. And so you get more and more stuff, so it keeps bringing you back. But uh, I uh, I really like New Dawn. And then, yeah, like I said, to top off my list of replay games is Red Dead. Red Dead 2. Great just game. Great. Just story. a great game. Yeah, I've just been playing it through. I went and I just took out the entire map before I even did, like, any missions after the <laughs> no one rocked out the whole map to open that up. And then I started, you know, I'm doing a lot of trophy hunting in that one for, like, the first time ever. Doing doing like trophy hunting in like those big games is a fun time because you just get to do so much and see so many things you probably wouldn't have seen on like a blind playthrough. It's true, yeah. Right now I'm just stuck on the island because I'm trying to get all the animals. I'm trying to <laughs> research and kill all the animals so I can get all of them. But it's pissing me off because it takes so fucking long. But yeah. that's, that's my last replay one, so. Nice. I guess those uh-huh. would be my- top 10 thing <laughs> <Thanks for coming laughs> <to> my <laughs> ted talk <laughs> oh good sean thank you boys for uh swinging by uh to say hi on the podcast and to bring in the new year of course of course thanks for having us toner what i'm here for toners and joining me now for the month of december the last month where the the end is he- almost here it's mac ryan mac hello <laughs> welcome back thank God. It's, well, technically, it's over now, but it's soon, you know, for, for when it's December, technically. <laughs> I mean, it's December, the segment. Uh, it is 2021 when people are listening to this, so it yeah. is over. Yes. <laughs> Woo! We survived. We survived. We did it. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm tired, but I'm good. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all of 2020. Just constantly tired constantly tired it's uh we can now nap we could just take a year-long nap and we're good yes yes that would be good i would uh yeah 
Much needed, very much so. Anyway, we're gonna so it's time to talk about December and the last games that came out of the year. You ready for this? Yes. All yes. right. Well, in December we got uh, the Red Dead uh, Redemption Two online standalone game. So if you don't want to play the full game and you just want to play the online, now you can. It's weird. I don't know why they did that. That's, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so yeah. Like, only just the online? Wait, only the what? online mode. It's basically just Red Dead Online, standalone game. They made it free for like the first month to get people to get it. And uh, yeah, now it's a, a full thing. That seems weird. It is. I don't. I don't get it. But again, I'm not the target audience for that. I yeah, haven't played I Red Dead Two yet. I haven't played it either. So maybe we're missing something. Maybe we are. Uh, we also had Twin Mirror, the Worms Rumble Battle Royale game, uh, because that's exactly what the Worms franchise needed. It was a <laughs> battle royale game, which it plays just like Worms, where you're in a 2D plane and you can jump and do all this platforming to get from point A to point B. Uh, and you're just in a team of three killing other worms. So it's pretty much just worms. <laughs> it's just worms, except it's instead of a turn-based game, it's uh, everybody happy. moving and last worm standing wins. That seems like a lot of chaos. Oh, it is. It is a lot of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> we also had Immortals Phoenix Rising, a game that people are talking very highly about right now. Uh, with it being a little bit like uh, Greek or Roman Breath of the Wild, essentially. Ooh, that sounds cool. It does. Uh, we also finally got the release on everything else of Dragon Quest XI-S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition. Full title. Uh, released on everything long else. Long <laughs> Yeah, long title. Uh, it was just on the Switch, this version of the game. But now uh, it's on everything else. And uh, it's the only version you can now get on Steam as Steam unlisted the older version of the game, just the regular edition of it. Oh. We also got uh, Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon uh, fully released and Englishized in on the Switch. So if you want to play the very first Fire Emblem game that started it all, you now can on the Switch. Uh, we also had Fitness Boxing 2 Rhythm and Exercise, Puyo Puyo Tetris 2, the, and the big game of the month, Cyberpunk 2077. I have yet to play it. Same. I'm not going to play it until I get a PC. Because yeah. I, I, all I have is a MacBook and I think it explode. Oh, for sure. I mean, it didn't even work on console. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it really, it's uh, not great right now. But I mean, give it six months. I'm sure it'll be yeah. a fantastic game. I, it's I've heard either people really love it or they just hate it. Yeah, it's I, I see a lot of the hate on the internet, but everyone I talk to in like my friend circles, they all seem to enjoy the game. Yeah, so. everyone that I've like who's told me about it says that they really like it, but then online everyone hates it. So I'm like, I'm just gonna wait. Yeah, that's really the, yeah, it's really the the one thing to do in this type of situation is just wait. Yeah. Uh, we also had Medal of Honor Above and Beyond, the VR title coming to the Medal of Honor franchise. Among Us came to the Switch, and it's really great. It makes card swipe easy. I haven't failed a card swipe once on the Switch. Oh, that actually would probably be a lot easier than on PC. Yeah. And I can actually move faster than uh, using my fingers on my fucking phone. That is also true. 
Yeah, it's a great upgrade if you're a mobile player. If you have a Switch, invest the money. It's absolutely worth it. You're you're getting way better control over your characters. <laughs> uh, we also had the Cat Cafe Simulator that has a very weird art style. Uh, Calico come out. Uh, it's also on the Switch. Uh, it's weird looking, but there's cats, dogs, red pandas, bears, other animals that you can pick up. <laughs> other animals. It's another. It's a wacky game. I don't like the art style, but uh, that's just my opinion on it. Uh, everything mm. else looks cool that you can do in it, but I really do not like the art style of the game. <laughs> Uh, we also got Collection of Saga, Final Fantasy Legend of the Game Boy. Final Fantasy games getting ported over to the Switch. Override 2, Super Mech League, and Super Meat Boy Forever, the sequel to Super Meat Boy. And those were all the games that came... Not all the games, but a good chunk of the games that came out in December. Crazy. It's so crazy. For some reason, I just feel like Cyberpunk came out a while ago. But I think it's just because it's been being talked about for so long that it feels yeah, like yeah. it's been out for forever. But Absolutely. It, it's weird that it only came out in December. It, it's because we've been talking about it since the beginning of this year when it first yeah. got delayed. <laughs> and then it got delayed again. But then it got delayed a third time. Yep. And then Woo! they released it and apparently a lot of issues with it so yeah i mean here's the thing whether or not it was uh released on time or not i was gonna i was expecting it to not to not be perfect i was expecting a couple bugs yeah that's usually how it is with a game like on this scale yes absolutely yeah i would, um, it would be amazing if there was nothing wrong with it when they released it after delaying yeah. it three times yeah, absolutely. Uh, we also uh, oh, December, it's the end. Twenty twenty ended. Thank God, it, it it's over. Thank God. Christmas happened, and then New Year's happened, and now it's peaceful. How are you? How were you the holidays for you, Ryan? They're all right. Uh, like I didn't do anything. It's kind of you know <laughs> weird not being able to do anything on the holidays because uh, we're in lockdown until the end of January. So can't really do anything and nothing's open. <laughs> so, yeah, we're in a we're in a similar weird. situation over on this side of Canada as well. Uh don't know I don't know when ours ends because they I think they just announced it today, day of recording it. Uh, but okay. I haven't been paying full attention to the news because what is news and TV anymore, really? Yeah. That is true. I'm sure ours <laughs> is probably going to get extended at some point even more because it was only supposed to be until before Christmas. And then they're like, joke's on you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, at least the vaccine's in Canada now. So, yeah. And so the we'll frontline workers are getting it. So, soon. Soon. <sighs> Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, 2021's better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't um, want to say it can't get worse, but, you know, 2019, I was like, can't get worse than 2019. <laughs> I think we all said that. Yeah. Can't get and worse than this. Literally gets worse so than that. Oh, okay. It. I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there is one last thing that we should reminisce on 2020, and that is your top five games of 2020. Yeah. It's hard for me to pick like a top five because I've played a lot of games, but it's funny because not too many of them came out in 2020. Like, I think the only one that, well, no, there's probably a couple on here because I have The Last of Us 2 because I actually liked it. I know a lot of people didn't like it, 
Uh, I know there's parts of it that I could see being shorter or like if they just changed around like a few ways that they told the story of how it was laid out, it could be a lot better. But I overall liked it. I mean, I played it twice. So, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I know like not a lot of people were a fan of it uh, for, I guess, because spoiler, if you haven't played it, but Joel gets killed within like the first hour of it. So I think that pissed off a lot of people. Yeah, that's what that was a big uh, one of the big things that like, uh what what else can they do? They need to keep it like interesting and something happened and it I, gave them the dr- it. it gave people the drive to play the game of like exactly. getting the revenge. Yeah, but I think then they were annoyed cuz you don't really get the revenge. But I think they just kind of miss what the overall arc of the story is about not seeking revenge cuz it just ruins your life. Yeah. Uh, what um, what are the other what's what's the next one in your top five? I kind of just lumped all of these together. Okay, like then let's Sekiro, list them off then. Sekiro, Bloodborne, and I'm playing Code Vein now, so they're all from. Well, Code Vein's not from software, but yeah, Co- like, Code Vein is Capcom. Yeah, they're all like in the same vein of the kind of games, and for some reason, I just really love them. I started playing Code Vein again, and I think one time when I was streaming it. I was like, oh, it's 1 a.m. I'm like, oh, I'll get going soon. And then I just kept playing. And it was like 3 a.m. And everyone's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I really like this game. Uh, but all of those games I just love. I know that they're torturous to play because it's literally just dying over and over again. But I love them. I don't know what it is, especially um, Sekiro. I love that it's like a lot more... I want to say like skilled with quotes around it because you have to like learn counters for everything. Yeah. Uh, Because like Dark Souls and stuff, you can kind of just like roll around and like wait for a moment to like run in and hit the person once. Classic rolling memes. You can kind of do that, but it would take way, (laughs) way longer to do. So you have to like know how to block and like counter. So it made it a lot more interesting than just like the standard Dark Souls kind of cheesing bosses <laughs> yeah very um, much so and then the other one that i have here is the detroit become human that game <sighs> was great that game was so good i need yes. to play it again though because i don't know if you were there <laughs> when the ending happened but i got the ending with connor that only one person <laughs> got Wait, which, probably... which which ending the one where he dies oh <laughs> he dies and the agent that he's with dies uh, because I hit the wrong button. <laughs> so he died. And then everyone was like, what are you doing? Because every time my one issue with this game is that it's the same with like The Walking Dead in those games where sometimes the option that you pick, you think that it's going to be said or done differently because you're like, in my head, this is how I would do it. But then the game has a different meaning behind it. Um, like it's usually a bit more like aggressive or angrier. So there's a few options. I, I think I killed Connor like four times during my playthrough of it. And I felt so bad every time everyone's like, do you hate Connor? I'm like, no, I just, that's not what I wanted him to do. And they're like, but you picked him. I'm like, yeah, but in my head, I thought he was going to do something different. So Connor died like at every chance that he got, except Wait. maybe once or twice. <gasps> okay. Cause there is a trophy in the game or an achievement in the game to have Connor die at every possible chance that he can die. I think I saved him maybe once or twice. There's a part where I was like running through the highway and I'm like, I can't let him die this way. Yeah, that that is one of the points where he does, where you have, where yeah, he can but die. But I think I got to Connor 
version four. <laughs> God. I, I, I love, love Detroit it. Become Human. It's one of it's, my favorite games. It's really good, and I want to play it again. And it's so good. Yeah. You, like, it was just You great. get to hear Mr. Krabs' curse. Yeah, that's true. Catter! What the I, fuck? I, I'm surprised that I got still, like, a very good ending, even though Connor died. I still got the overall like good ending because what's the the other guy's name? Marcus. Um, yeah, I got the the one where he like kisses the girl and everyone feels bad for them, so like they don't kill them all. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. so uh, you both him and uh, oh, what was her name? I forget what her name was, but they kissed on TV, and then the I think it's was it the president who's like a female? She's like, don't do. I it. think it was us, uh, uh, not the president, but like um, governor or some yeah, something. someone who's just like in charge of the people who are yeah. like attacking they're just ruler like, of detroit yeah so at least like something good happened even though connor, <laughs> connor what about what about kara uh i got the good ending with her so i got them to, to you canada. got them to canada i Excellent. did steal the pass from the family <laughs> everyone's like what are you doing i'm like hey listen they can you, figure their stuff you got, out you actually you in order to get the ending you have to steal the pass from oh, the family perfect i, I yeah, that's the bad. only people way you get that otherwise you yeah, they're they're like, uh, oh, she has a baby. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I gotta save myself and my kid that I have. Um, but yeah, yeah no, you, you have they're to human. steal it. They can they can survive in this. They're not yeah. gonna get killed if they get caught. It's fine. Like legit, that's the only bad thing you have to do because if you don't do that, then you go on the boat and then you just get shot to death. Oh, okay, then I don't. I feel even. Less it's like bad you you bet you get shot or it's like you basically it's like all three of you die or both you and luther die uh and you get kara i mean the the kid to the land and the kid lives on in canada but legit that's you have to steal the pass (laughs) okay so that's good that's good uh i did that uh i'm like what else did i write down i have a few like horror games that i wrote down uh there's that one made of scare that did come out this year. Yeah, which I think it did come out in October. I think it came out at the beginning of October or around that time. Um, that was actually pretty good. I was surprised by it. It was kind of like uh, Amnesia-esque in a way, um, with, but it had like a few different endings. I did find out that there's key items that you can miss because there's like cylinders that you're supposed to find. And I got maybe like halfway through the game and someone was like, have you found a cylinder yet? I'm like, no, like they, they <laughs> like, I thought it would be like, a oh, very the cylinder game. Item. I remember yeah. that. I, I remember that now. A very obvious, like, this is the cylinder, but you can just walk past it. So I had to, <laughs> after like. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Cause I was, hel- I believe I yeah, was helping you. Like, it's like, we were looking for the cylinders. Yeah. Cause I'm like, where did I miss them? And then I missed them at like every key point, but it's just like you have to find it on your own in a room. They don't just be like, there's the cylinder. So I had to go back and get all of them. But uh, it was a pretty fun game. I think it was pretty good. I, I did get lost at the beginning, but <laughs> overall, I enjoyed it. I would recommend if you like horror games. Um, and then I also have Phasmophobia, because that game's fun. If you have like friends to play that with, I, I enjoy it. Um, I've tried playing it like a few times on my own. It's not the same. I think you have to have friends to play with for that. So I'd say that that's like a good game to have a group of people together. You Uh, could do it solo to show off your skills. And that's really about it. Yeah, but it's not as fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's yelling at each other and getting scared and then (laughs) hiding in a corner while your friend dies. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's that's that's, that's the entertainment. I think that's what happened with because uh, me, Crazy, and Bouge were playing one time, and Crazy died. I think every time I just hid in a corner, didn't hide in a room or anything, and then Crazy would be dead. And I'm like, okay, well, time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my that job. was so good. I'm just gonna get out of this house. Um, but yeah, that one's really fun. Uh, I have like. Uh, there's like a few honorable mentions because I have like Animal Crossing and Among Us. Those are again just like I'd say good like fun kind of party games or like community games to have. Um, but the other one that I, I, I played this year because I finally got a Switch this year was Breath of the Wild and I just beat it. But now I want to like go through and do all the shrines and like all the extra stuff. But that game was actually really, really fun. Do the shrines and the side quests if you don't want to lose your mind. Um, don't, I'm going to, I'm going to say this as a guy who has a hundred percent of that game. Don't go after the Korok seeds. Oh, I don't I'm not too worried about that. I really just want to do the shrines. Cause I've found out that I have ways of doing them that they're not intended to be done. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, everyone's like, wait, what are you doing? Like it works. Like just, just let me do my thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's sure I've, I've glitched great. like a few. There's one of them where. Uh, you know how like you have the, the ball and it like sometimes there's that like circle th- or the square things that like shoot out and hits the ball and it's supposed to like go into the hole that it's supposed to fit into. Um, one of them was like in a cage. So you have to like kind of shoot the ball from like one spot to another and then it'll go into the thing. I was like, I'm just going to use the stasis thing that I have hit the ball on the ground and then just shoot it and hopefully it goes into the cage and it works so i was like just bypassed everything that i had to do (laughs) (laughs) there are ways that that game can be broke you could honestly with that level of like engineering you could speed run the game if you wanted to (laughs) i think you're good at breaking games and it is a game that can be broken i think because i have the ability to like glitch things and break games that doing the shrines has just worked in my favor because sometimes people are like that's not how you're supposed to do it i'm like but did I get the job done? Did I beat the shrine? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I think there's one too where I just picked up a chest and you're just supposed to like pass lasers, but you're supposed to like get something else to block them. But I just picked up the chest and put it in front of my face. It just walked, <laughs> walked through it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Everyone's like, what are you doing? Like it worked. <laughs> German engineering is the best yeah. engineering. I got it done. So Excellent. Uh, but yeah, and then I, I wrote down Hitman 2 as well, just because that game was fun, because I got to throw fish at people and knock them out. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> had a chance to touch the new Hitman games at all. I played Hitman Absolution this year. I played that uh, one a few years ago, Yeah, I think when it came out, but I, I would recommend 2. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the new ones, I really like the uh, engines that they're on and just the amount of people that can spawn in and people you can just beat with fish. Yeah, I, I, surprisingly, I forgot to write this down, but Genshin Impact, my God, I've put a oh, lot yeah, of you, like Yeah, you're insane luck in that game. Yeah, I have um the new five-star, what's the, what's his name? Albet, is it Albeto yeah. or the other one? That one, I got Okay. <laughs> my God. <laughs> <It's> really good. <laughs> Your luck, Ryan, in Genshin, man, I should really... <laughs> I didn't get the other guy, though, the one before this one chilled? i didn't get him yeah so chilled yeah. in a zon q yeah that guy i didn't get them so unfortunately you know but yeah you know <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> yeah well 
Thank you, Ryan, for stopping by and giving us your list for yeah. your games. Always a pleasure to have you on. Good times. Uh, and we will be heading right into the bonus level next. And now we are moving on to the bonus level segment of the podcast. And joining me, we last saw him enjoying a three-piece at your local Popeyes. It's my brother, Mike. How's it going? I'm still enjoying that three-piece. Still enjoying? What does that mean? It means I'm still eating it. The same one? Yeah, haven't moved from this spot. That's a bit concerning. I really have to pee. <laughs> okay, then. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Oh, totally fine. It doesn't feel like we've been in that movie uh, Groundhog Day or yeah, anything. Totally, This totally feels like we've never had any technical issues when trying to record this segment at all. At all. Nothing. Nothing. This has been a, just the first time we've been having this conversation. No, no issues with any microphones or anything like that. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, bonus segment. We've got a bonus level, I mean. Uh, we got uh, some games that are coming out next week. Uh, Cobra Kai comes out to the PC on the 3rd, and Iron Conflict makes its way to the PC on the 8th. Those are the only two games coming out. Um, on this day in gaming history, January 3rd, uh, in 2013, Gunman Clive came out for the 3DS. And in 2008, Rune Factory 2, a, har- a fantasy harvest moon, came out on the DS. I think I think it's safe to say January 3rd is one of the most important days for all gamers. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the achievement of the week is in Cobra Kai. Uh, it's No Mercy. Get a 120-hit combo. And the game to look out for is Iron Conflict. And uh, that's most of the bonus. That's basically the bonus level. Man, you got to love January bonus levels when there's only two games to cover. Yeah, thankfully next week is when things will start picking up again for games and the picking up. It's like still only like a couple games that have been announced for January. So, yeah, I mean, most most stuff doesn't release till like February, March anyways, right? Yeah, mostly. Yeah, it's, it's like any kind of form of entertainment because of, of the holiday season beforehand. Yep. Don't release anything until the prime time, which is like March to October, really. March to November, I'd say. Yeah, honestly. March yeah. through November is like when most releases will happen. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty true. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's hear. Uh, we've been doing it all day. Uh, let's hear your top five games list because everybody else is given theirs. What are yours, dude? All right, games I'll that just, you played this year. I'm gonna just do a disclaimer. Uh, for me, I I didn't play I didn't play an overabundance of video games this year, and especially with new releases, I don't think I played a single AAA title that came out this year. So please forgive me if my top five picks sound a little basic, and also that. Please keep in mind, not everything will probably have been released this year, just given that I don't even think I played five total games that came out in 2020. Fair enough. All right, so for me, my number five is going to be Warzone, just because I played a, a lot of it, like an, unhe- an unhealthy amount of it um, back in like March, April. So that's going to be my top five. Uh, my fourth one is going to be Super Liminal. Uh, I, pl- I I only played it recently. I've only played it once, but it was it was a really fun game. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I'm definitely going to probably do a replay of it sometime soon. 
It's a great game. Yeah, yeah I, 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 you've yeah, seen I, on my streams. Yeah, I got to I got to thank you for introducing it to me. It was it was it was a it, it is it is a fun one. It is it's a fun. fun. It's what easy to, it? easy to get the hang of. Um. So yeah. Um. I guess my number three. Um. I'm gonna go with just Minecraft. Uh. You know, there's new updates to the game, so I I'll count it as like a new newer game it, i guess it, so yeah the it, it, it feels <laughs> new it feels like it it feels like it's like an improvement on it it's still fun the other update did come out this year didn't it i think so if if it was not this year it was like late last year so um so yeah that'll be in my number three slot um i guess my number two i i know this game is like seven years old but it did get re-released this year and that's grand theft auto 5 baby <laughs> uh, i'm just counting it on a technicality because i did uh, actually a lot of it. did it get re-released yet or is it yeah because still... next gen consoles yeah but i don't know if it's come out yet i'm actually. pretty sure i'm pretty sure it is i'm gonna google it while you're giving us your number one all right and then the number one game i played this year i know this game's been out for a long time but it did just become free this year and that's rocket league i i i played an unhealthy amount of that game dang an unhealthy you if you've watched the stream if you watch the stream that i was on you'll know that oh yeah yeah i know yeah because you kicked all of our asses yeah i, I won a 1v was it a 1v3 1v3 or yeah. did, did we ever do a 1v4 yet or no i think we did but i don't remember for sure yeah i can't remember if we did a 1v4. no we didn't we no. did because i think yeah no because yeah, yeah you're right because then we four. just did four 4v4s after right yeah you're right. You're right. Uh, and I looked it up. GTA Five for the PS Five and Xbox One won't come out until 2021. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm still keeping it in my top five games I played <laughs> this year. Um, I also want to just shout out some older games I did get to play through this year. Uh, Absolutely. Want to shout out Sleeping Dogs, Saints Row Four, LA Noir. I at the start of the lockdown, I basically played through those those games in their entirety. Um and also the Halo MCC I played a lot of like the campaigns like Halo's one through three Halo Reach campaign all that stuff. Got through ODST yet or is it still too? No, built I, too I, I I actually I installed the game a while ago because it's taken up a lot of space because uh, I wasn't playing it that much because like the multiplayer is kind of the matchmaking is kind of kind of janky on it. So I kind of just stopped, I took a break from playing it. Fair enough. And Fair yeah, enough. I don't have any intention of completing ODST. Okay. Well, that's that's pretty fair. I'm, uh, uh, I'm not good at it. <laughs> uh, I guess we got one last question before we wrap up the podcast. Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you could find me nowhere on the internet because I'm off the grid. Still at that Popeyes? Uh, yep. Still in the exact same seat. Um... Uh, even when they're they're closed, uh, they've been closed for a while now. Uh, I'm the only one here. It's it's cold, it's quiet, <laughs> it's empty. Oh, oh, okay then. This chicken's uh, stale as fuck. <laughs> uh, well, that's where you can find Mike. Uh, he's still enjoying that three piece. But here's where you can find everybody else who was a part of this episode on the internet. Cool. Uh, you can find me at no damn good eleven oh four on Twitter. And uh, I also uh, have restarted a podcast uh, I am doing with some other friends. Uh, it's called Neo Nerd Podcast. Uh, we're in a bit of a uh, rebranding time right now, so we're still trying to figure that out. But uh, the episodes we have up currently are of a uh, kind of 
reimagining of the mid 2000s early 2000s marvel movies and we try and uh, restructure all of those into its own uh, marvel cinematic universe and then uh, what we're doing now is we're basically finding these really uh random uh nerdy bits of entertainment be it tv movies games uh that at least one of us hasn't uh like played or experienced and uh, the other guys will uh, explain it to them so uh yeah neo nerd podcast on all uh podcast services so yeah uh you can just find me at cole parkson four on twitter and instagram the majority of all my social medias are ocoma um so that's o-c-o-m-a because my last name is o'connor and i was in a coma one time you can ask me about it later um for instagram it's o period coma uh twitter i think it's just what is my twitter one sec we're looking at my twitter now my twitter is just me yelling at people mostly um it is oc0ma that's my twitter because i think like okoma is actually like a name somewhere in the world i don't know why i thought it was just a funny joke but apparently it's a family name which i'm sorry if anyone's last name is that and you're listening i did not mean to offend you i love you in fact you're doing wonderful all right, so you can find me on um, on uh, on SoundCloud. Sorry, the Ten Minute Misconduct Podcast. I'm I'm a little bit uh, late on some new episodes, but I'll be making some soon. And then uh, on Instagram, just Flats Magats with two T's. Uh, my name's Jacob. My Instagram is Beefcake Jake. There's some underscores in there, but honestly, if you just look up Beefcake Jake, I'm sure you'll find it. Okay, uh, I can be found on Instagram at Darren Bain. That's just D-A-R-I-N-B-A-I-N. And on Twitter at D-A-R-I-N underscore B-A-I-N. And once again, I am an employee of Vista Radio and all opinions that I've stated in this podcast are my own and not of Vista Radio. You can find me on Instagram at just Jackson with two S's and just in just J U S S T Jackson. Um, I post stupid shit on all the time just for fun. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch at Cineral C Y N A R O L E. I'm streaming again uh, because I got nothing better to do with my life. And my cousin was like, Hey, you might as well, dude, you got nothing going on. So I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Uh, so yeah, I stream every night from, I don't know, uh, <laughs> whenever I start to whenever I end. So yeah. And, uh, that's, that's all I got. Uh, I am on Insta, barely use Insta, but Shano 505, S E A N O 505. You can find me on there. I think my last post was like six months ago. So you can go and look at what my life used to be. And then I'm, I'm mainly most active on Twitter. Uh, at, at S marks 505. So S M A R K S. 505 hit me up there or i got a new burner account new twitter account i just made chilling rocking it out then pretty much just talk about sports Steelers, all that fun stuff and uh that's at danger nation seven number seven danger nation so yeah hit me up <laughs> so so my sh- socials are on twitch youtube and instagram it is mac ryan mac and unfortunately, still on Twitter, it is still Ryan underscore underscore Mac because Twitter doesn't want to give me Mac Ryan Mac. <laughs> and of course, you can find me over at 
twitch.tv slash Tony's Game Lounge, where we stream every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday to the best of our abilities. Over on Instagram at Tony's Game Lounge and on Twitter at Radio Tony, where you'll see my full top 10 list of the games I played that were 2020 exclusive and just games I played in 2020. Uh, Be sure to check those out. They're great lists. And thank you for listening to this very long, very special episode of Tony's Game Lounge. And we will see you next week with a normal episode right back here in the Game Lounge. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. Be sure to follow us on your streaming platform and follow us on Instagram. Tune in every Sunday for new episodes. 